in your dreams. Yo, I'm mad excited today, man. I'm so excited today. This is the Nick of Time show, just in case you didn't know. I'm JLS. I'm giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And as usual, we have Old Faithful over here to my left. The man, the myth, the legend, the dude with the stats and the facts and the fresh hat today. Yes, Ryan G in the building. It's raining outside, so I needed the hat. Yeah, <laughs> man. You got to cover the head make yeah. sure that stay right. Exactly. You hear that, KD? Just in case, you know, protocol for New York. You want to yes. keep the wave straight, so you need to cover the lid. Exactly. All right. <laughs> and to my right. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> K.O.T. favorite. Apparently, I heard the masses been been asking. Dog, the masses was in the YouTube comments like, "Yo, I like this dude, son. Yo, give this bad back, yo." Like he writes it real good. With the, I was like, "Damn." Now the I, vibe is great. I could do this for hours. Yeah, man. I was like, "Yo, maybe we could get him like an unofficial like KOT like hat or something." I don't know. I'm about the merch. I'm about the merch. Yeah, man. You can join if you want to come here every Sunday with us. It's cool. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the unofficial friend of the show. The man from Terry and Trey. What up? Terry here. Happy yes. to talk some Knicks. It's like a little dead season right now, but it's about to be popping real soon. Yeah. It's about to be popping. Definitely about to be popping. Yo, what's, what's, what's the dates, Ryan? Tell them the dates, man. Tell them. May 14th, NBA Draft Lottery. Oh! <laughs> 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 and wait, 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 wait. I just labeled this. And we are all hoping for who? Zion. Zion. We all hoping for Zion, man. Come on, yes, baby. Yes, Let's go. go. Come home. Yes, come home. Yes. Come home. Come, come home. to us. <laughs> I wanna if Zion comes to New York, I'm getting a Z cut in my dreads. Bring back Anthony Mason, right? Yes. Oh, it's man. It's gonna be a zoo in this city. Oh, for real. God. They, there's an open practice they do every year during the summer, right? Yeah. Like, right before training camp. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was there last year. Last year, it was fun. Yeah, me too. I am like, I don't even know what it's going to be like. If Zion, it would be zoo. I'm forgetting even free agents. Like, oh. Yeah, we're about to get a lot of new fans. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bandwagon is closed like CP. No. I'm taking IDs. Listen, I said that, yo, I, I, th- I caused a stir on IG. Mm-hmm. What do you say? No, I told, I, I told people, like, the bandwagon is closed. I was like, listen, man, if you ain't going to love us when we got 17 wins. <laughs> you can't love me at my 17, they'll love me at my 65. Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The worst part is you know they're coming. There's too many people in the city. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be next year, man. We're going to be. But you know what? Us real OGs, we know each other. We know. Mm-hmm. We, know. we know. Yeah. We know. And, you know. and people was getting tight because, not fact, not, not I, I'll say this: um, a majority of people were like, "Yeah, yeah, if you didn't love us, we were die hard, screw it." But then there was a few that was like, "Nah, sir, I don't care. Y'all suck. Why even watching if the team? If the team sucks, it's y'all problem. Y'all still." Watch. I was like, "Nah, son, no, no, no. You gotta know. Tell me who John Jenkins is, and you can be a fan." Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> if tell you can't me, tell me exactly. who John Jenkins is, I don't want you here. You can't move for me next year. Tell me about the Henry Ellenson game. Tell me about Henry Ellenson's game, me. man. 
Tell man. me, damn it. I'll go even further back. I'll be like, yo, tell me about Frank Williams. Tell me about Marty Collins. Tell me about all these players, yo. Tell me Frank about all these players. Tell man. Frank Williams and Marty. Remember we thought Frank Williams was going to be? Remember we thought Marty Collins was going to be somebody? Yeah. He's, like, oh, yeah. he's flirting with triple doubles. Exactly. <laughs> and he was old, too, when he came in. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was, like, he was balding, too. <laughs> was, I think that was just the Knicks, maybe. That was the Knicks. That was the, the Knicks. The Knicks trust Asian. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but you know what it is, man? The thing about being a fan, you know, we did a big video on our channel about what it means to be a Knicks fan. And mm-hmm. it was like, it was like emotional to do because talk to everyone what it, what the team meant to you. Yeah. But it's the ups and downs. And look, you have more downs than, than anything else. Yeah. But you can't, listen, it's going to, the how, what it's going to feel like to us when it's good. You can't compare oh, it. You can't, yeah. man. You can't compare it. It's gonna mean so much more to us. We're in this seventeen win season. We're going crazy for these seventeen wins. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. It's 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 it, the journey. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's a journey. It's like the the way that the fans react with the team when we knew it wasn't going anywhere. It was the end of the season. <laughs> it's April. We got sixteen wins. Yeah. No, we have fifteen wins, and we're on our way to sixteen. Yeah. And fans are going crazy. Man, the day I point to is that Lakers game. That it's, game to oh, me. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Really summed up what it means to what it means to play in the garden, be a Knicks fan, be yes. a Knicks player, represent yes. this team. Mm-hmm. We're dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Lakers are in town. The garden that day, it felt like a playoff game. Word. Yeah. I remember being. I wasn't there for that game. I was watching it on TV, but I just mm-hmm. remember being like, man. And then you get the crazy play with the yeah, zone. Yeah, the zone. Yeah. Like, Moody was like, I want D-Way's jersey, so I'm going to show out today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm taking all the shots. I'm hitting everything. And you know what's crazy? I don't think I'll ever forget that game. Me like, neither, I will man. bring that game up in 10 years. And, yo, remember? Like, remember Kurt Thomas in Utah? You always talk about that game. Kurt mm-hmm. Thomas in Utah that year when we were dying on the road. Mm-hmm. Kurt Thomas comes out in Utah on his last legs. So oh, like, yes. yes. That game to me, this Lakers game in a dead season, I'm going to be like, yo, remember when Mario yeah, did that to man. LeBron? Especially because <laughs> of the torment. LeBron has tormented us at the Garden. Can't yes. stand it. Every <laughs> year. Every year. So many times. Flipping bottles. So many yeah. order bottle challenge. Mm-hmm. The decision. Yeah. <laughs> the king, the king, remember the King of New York Instagram oh, post? Yeah. That too. Oh, yes, man. But we'll get him next year. You're that KD. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get him. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, get him. Lakers, Lakers Knicks Finals 2020. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll give you a half a... Bruh. No, not Lakers, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, at, at this point, it's like, will the Lakers even make the playoffs? That's what season? I'm saying. Nah, they get, they get, they're probably going to get someone. You think so? They get so? someone. I you, think they get someone. You think someone's going to want to play with LeBron? They're gonna, he, they'll get someone. I'm not saying it's going to be AD. Uh-huh. Mm. They'll, really? they'll for, if, listen, push comes to shove, they can't have this season again. They'll force a trade, they'll get Beal. They'll give up too much for Beal or something. They're going to yeah. get someone, mm-hmm. and I think LeBron... Is gonna. He needed a break. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not a LeBron fan at all. I respect right, right, the dude. Right. Yeah. He's top yeah, two yeah. all time. I have no problem saying that. Not number one, but he's top two. Yeah. However, right. I'm take. Uh, he's taking this summer, and he's gonna take this really seriously. Mm-hmm. I can I see think that. Next year, he's like, "Oh, you throwing dirt on my name?" Mm-hmm. I can see that. Then they're gonna get someone. They're gonna get someone. Yeah. Hell, they're in the lottery. I forget that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that is true. But so because, are we, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen. But so they're gonna are have we. another asset uh-huh. package trade. Lonzo Ingram. They're, mm-hmm. they're gonna do yeah. something to uh, make it better. Uh, all I'm saying is, if the Lakers do get anybody, I hope it's through trade. Please, nobody yes. trade. Yes, oh, right. make, make that exactly. team. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Hundred percent. I don't want nobody but LeBron and the cheerleader. Word. <laughs> 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 That's it. <laughs> yeah, suit up. Exactly. 
Exactly. You have to. He might, yeah, but I might have to call Genie down. Like, yo, you, you point guard today, Genie. Exactly, yo. He doesn't got magic anymore, so it gotta be Genie. Yeah, exactly. It can't be magic anymore. That's a luxury. Oh, wait, wait, wait. They have Rob Palenka still. He played with the Michigan team, the Fab Five. Oh, okay. So, you know, he can still ball a bit. He can still ball a bit. A little something, something, something. something. All right, all right. <laughs> maybe throw him at, at like shooting guard or small forward, maybe. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, 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 speaking yo, speaking of free agents, man. Oof. Listen, like we we seen the you seen the little reports. It's like it's not a lot of news going on today. Yeah. In, in general, but we did see that the Knicks scouts are out and about in the playoffs. Yes. Sitting in playoff games, watching Golden State, making sure. Durant says who he says he is. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I am Kevin Durant. He said it. Yeah. Like, like Iron Man out here. I'm Kevin Durant. You know exactly. who I am. <laughs> right. While other teams are sleeping. Yes. You know what? It goes it, it's a you know a point a feather in the cap for Perry in terms of his um his how prepared he is. Yeah. Man. I remember the draft uh last year, the amount of extensive work the Knicks were doing. Yes. Yeah. Like really looking into it. Um during the season, early in the season, they were scouting Bull Bull. Mm-hmm. And doing, you know, it seems like Perry's Mr. Homework. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's why Knox ended up getting so high. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's homework. He, he looked yeah. at the players enough where he's like, Kevin Knox is the guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that he's doing this in the playoffs. I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly who's a free agent outside mm-hmm. of the really big ones. But mm-hmm. I know 49% of the league are free agents. Yeah. yeah. So they're looking at the, uh, is, is Beverly, is Patrick Beverly a free agent, I think? Yeah, yes, he is. Right? Yes, they're looking is. at this, those type of guys. Yes, like, hey, is. you know what, maybe... You know, you got to follow the roster. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, you never know. It could be a, a thing where we get KD, Zion, mm-hmm. and we just get a bunch of Patrick Beverly's. That's... You, it, it could not be KD and stuff. It could be. It, it could go so many ways. It, it can. So it definitely ways. can. So I'll, they're doing their work. They're definitely yeah. doing yeah. their work. They're making sure even if we miss on somebody, we're going to get somebody. They seem very yeah. confident on that when they had that little... Uh, there was a... The interview they had a while ago with Scott Perry. Yeah, the, post, the postseason, yeah. Kind, after the season kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. very... And last thing I'll say on this is we aren't tanking next year. They're not going to do this again. Oh, definitely not. I don't think they are. They will build a one-year, like, you know, competitive team mm-hmm. to show mm-hmm. progress. So let's say we strike out on everyone. They might say, let me get a Bogdanovich. Let me get a bam, bam, bam. Let me make a team mm-hmm. that can at least... Not gonna kill us for the future. Yeah, you know, it's one two year deal, so you know you can get out of them. Yeah, exactly. but I don't think they're gonna. Fisdale, Perry, Mills, they're not going through another bottom bottom out season. Oh, you, you yeah. don't think so, so? They will build an instant playoff team, just add water mm-hmm. for just, one just, year, just to just, yeah. just so to they show. Can. Yeah, because the country you gotta win too with culture, yeah, right? Exactly. Listen, you get a Bogdanovich, you get a, a Demarcus for one year. Even though I don't want any of these things really, yeah. but you do this, and at least you could show mm-hmm. we're a forty-one win team, and Knox is playing well, and Mitchell's mm-hmm. playing well. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Frank improves. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing because if you right. can get out those contracts quickly, mm-hmm. then it's not killing you. The that problem is. is when you get these guys like what we did. Um, what we've done in the past. Oh, yeah. Jerome you, James, these five, three, yeah, four-year yeah, where you can't make any make oh, it any Yeah, overpaying yeah. veterans who don't get that much playing time in the, in the first place and exactly. they, they, they're flashing the plan in the playoffs and now you're overpaying yeah. them. Exactly. That's the only thing I was worried about when they were saying... When they were saying, I'm going to scout somebody in the playoffs yeah. <laughs> and if they do good in the playoffs, I see that that's even more value. Jerome James... Oh God! That's how we got his money. Signing, how we got his money. We've ever had probably, literally, that we probably in Knicks history. In Knicks history, and and that's even when you think about having Noah. It's Noah though. It might be Noah, man. It's it's close. You know what I gotta look at? I gotta look at the percentage of the cap. Because so Jerome James, I think was only like thirty million or like thirty five million over five years, but it was a way bigger percentage of the cap. Yeah, exactly. Compared to what it is now. But Noah, man. 
That's rough because yeah, if you, mm-hmm. it's, you're still paying for him. You're still paying years. for it, yeah. yeah. You're right. You know, that six million. Talk about Patrick Beverly. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's easy. Yeah. That's easy. That's six right million. there. That's yeah, a, yeah, it's a couple of those guys. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. mad. I'm kind of mad that Patrick Beverly is kind of getting shine right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie because remember I was telling Ryan a few years ago I was doing my free agent class and Derrick Rose was here yeah. and I was complaining about how much how bad his defense was even though I liked his offense mm-hmm. and I really wanted Patrick Beverly. He was one of the guys I was high on on the list. Yeah, back and in now, Houston, right? Yeah. yeah, always killing it. And people were, were crapping on the guy. And I was just like, but yo, he would be perfect in New York. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I think people were really crapping on him was like some of like some of his plays kind of dirty at times. Like what he did to that Westbrook. Westbrook yeah, like that. yeah. I think that's, I think that's the only reason people really crap on him. But like if you actually watch him play, like he's he's, a, like, he's that gritty defender. Yeah, yeah. You know he can run an offense a little bit too and things like that. And, and you need those type of players who can you who will you you know they will just. Focused on defense and stop you, the other team's best plan, things like that. You need Real Hoopers. That post-game yeah, man. interview, man, yeah. with him and Lou Will, I love it. When they talk about yes. the rap, mm-hmm. and they're like, what do you do? And it was just so real. Very Tell me real. that doesn't sound like a New York yeah. New York dude, right? Like, yo, how you how you expect me to stop him? He's seven feet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean he's from Chicago, though, so it's, it's yeah, similar. Yeah, he got that. <laughs> he got that vibe. It's he got similar. that vibe. <laughs> yeah. He got that vibe. But about the summer, what's interesting is... If we don't get anyone, it's gonna be such a we're gonna get so we're gonna get a clear example of how good they really are. Yeah, because you're it's, right. it's it's funny getting Kevin Durant and getting you that's know, easy Kyrie or whatever. If, it's if, not, if they want to be here, yeah, if they want to yeah. be here, like yeah, I know they're gonna do a great job in that meeting. I know mm-hmm. Fizz is gonna kill it in that meeting. Oh yeah, I know he's gonna be he's gonna have it popping. Yo, I always <laughs> said I said he I said man, listen, I know for a fact. That when Fizdale was a teenager in college and single, mm-hmm. he was pulling them. <laughs> oh, I, I know mean, he was, man. As an I adult, he's, he, he's done the same thing. Yeah, he's done all right. Shout out to I Fizdale. Mean, okay. With all respect, Ducey, because I know, yeah, uh-huh. I'm, no disrespect. No disrespect. Uh-huh. You've done very well I'm for yourself. I'm just saying he's done well for himself. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know y'all seen the high school picture of him wearing the tuxedo and like the shorts with like the J's on. Oh, see, oh, I, got I, got oh, I didn't see the picture. You, you didn't see no, the picture. Nah. It was it was on it was during one of the Knicks games. If if not during one of the Knicks games, it was like one of those interviews where like you yeah. know like one of those um Knicks shows that come on where they like they interview the players and the coaches and okay, stuff. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, and they showed a picture of him. And this dude had on a tuxedo. That's how I with asked shorts for the Jays and the Jays on. Mr. Swag. Yeah. The funny thing is though, you know, we've all worked meetings, all that stuff. It's forget you forget that it's so much of it is not about basketball. Mm. And I think about I literally think about that meeting when Kevin Durant walked into that office at Madison Square Garden. And it's Steve Mills, who I hope is not talking. No disrespect <laughs> to Steve Mills, but oh, I just yeah. I trust Perry and Fizmore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, oh, no, that's a doubt. That's a fact. It's still humanity. I'm thinking. Imagine Hornacek trying to pitch KD on coming here. Uh, and then imagine what how Fizz is just his demeanor. Mm-hmm. He's gonna yo KD, what's up, man? Yeah, he's gonna be so chill. Yeah, I could see KD because it's still remember everything in life is still human relationships. Yeah, it's, yo, right? it's he's so gonna leave there being true. like, yo, I like that guy. Like yeah. I, I, I vibe that's, with that guy. That's, that's why everybody mm-hmm. is. That's why all the players love yeah. him so much. Yeah. And that's why when he was um fired in, in I don't even want to get into this yet because I want to wait until I want to bring this uh, into later. Into yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could easily segue into a fizz conversation, but I'm gonna pull <laughs> I'm gonna pull back pull for back. show's pull sake. Back. I'm gonna pull, pull back. back for show's sake because we have another guest coming in. Not coming. We're gonna call it another guest later. All right. But I'll just say I'm very 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 very. What's the word I'm looking for? Hopeful that we're actually gonna pull somebody pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't want to entertain it during the season, but it just feels like hmm, something going on. There's something, something very, there's something going on. Yeah, man. The things are lining up. 
Yeah. Even in like a, just from like a universe perspective, you yeah. take a step back. Yeah. The fact that KD, after all these seasons in Golden State, even though you could always argue he may have been the best player or whatever, but there was definitely mm-hmm. more of an argument. Now this year, he's really ascending to like, not just the best player in Golden State, mm-hmm. like definitively, but the league. Yeah. The first time you could say in his career, he had that MVP season, but even then, mm-hmm. people still kind of, it's LeBron. Yeah, it's LeBron, mm-hmm. yeah. LeBron declining this year. You know, yeah. We'll see what happens in the future. KD mm-hmm. taking that real step forward. Yeah. Now you see him running point guard. Yeah. <laughs> for the Warriors. I'm kind of like, it's kind of like, it would match up perfectly. He goes in there, gets his third ring, gets a third MVP. Work. Come to New York. Comes to New York. It feels like he wrote that book. That feels like a book he wrote on his career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Definitely feels, like end, definitely feels like Endgame. <laughs> definitely feels like Nick's end. And I finally saw the movie last night. Right, so now I can yes. talk about it if I wanted to, damn it. K- KD, KD's exactly. inevitable. I Definitely. am inevitable, but I, I mean, by this yeah. time, it's like if you haven't seen Endgame, it's like where where have you been? Right, like, yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? If you said that yesterday at around <laughs> seven p.m., I would felt some type of way. But today, hours, I feel hours. like I, you can say that all you want. Yeah. <laughs> but but now it's Endgame. That's the name of this episode. Yeah, Nick, oh, there, there we go. If you believe in the basketball gods, you can't tell me something's not lining up. Yeah, that's all I say. Dog, it just. I, I'm not trying to jinx it because, you know, mm. like I said, too, I trust the front office. Yeah, I know. I, I, I also trust the process. I trust the rebuild. I'm ready mm-hmm. for it, right? Mm-hmm. I think they're going to make the right decisions going forward. So, KD, yeah. obviously, obviously, listen, KD, Zion, these guys are franchise changing. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, I'm not, oh, woe is me, this guy is falling. Okay, this is good. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I, we talked about this earlier before we came here. I'm a little bit scared. You are. I'm a little not not of not of Clark Perry. Right. It's just just a draft. Just a okay. draft. Just mm-hmm. a draft. You know what, man? I don't think Nick Spence should be scared. This is the reason why. Cause we always want to talk about how, you know, James Dolan is, you know, owner of the team and how the Nick's not gonna be good until he leaves and this and that. With James Dolan, James James Dolan, he owns the Knicks and the Rangers. The Rangers this season, they were they were slated to pick six in the draft. They moved up to second in the, yep. in the draft. I'm like, yo, that's good vibes right there from the beginning right yep. there. Before it even gets to the Knicks. I just have a good feeling the Knicks are going to land a top pick. Whether whether it's one or two, it's going to be up there. So you feel like the karma is right? Cause yeah, I think the karma's changing. Patrick Ewan is a big seven-foot lucky rabbit's foot. And I'm <laughs> hoping he's going to bring us luck Number one pick to number one pick yeah, on draft yeah. day. I'm really hoping. That. I, I got a I got a stat. I was saving for our YouTube show, but I'm gonna let it out here. Whoa! Oh. Exclusive <laughs> stat exclusive. <laughs> wait, where's wait wait? Oh, do we do we have any music for the, <laughs> wait, 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 for the drop? For the drop. Stat exclusive. <laughs> All right, so I got I got a question. What what what's the percentage chance of getting Zion? Oh, 14%. fourteen percent. Yeah. What was the chance of getting Patrick? Was it, was it 14. Oh. Really? 14 point something. So it was different. It was different setup because we were, I can't remember, we were number nine, I think. I think we we're supposed to be number nine in that draft or something. Mm-hmm. But because obviously they changed the rules multiple times since yeah. then. But back then, at the number nine pick, the chance of getting number one was, four, I think it was 14.2 something. Oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yep. So yep. is, is, this, is it, this fate? It's, 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 it's something. <laughs> it, it's something. It's something. But we, we shouldn't be, you know, we shouldn't be worried. We, mm-hmm. The thing is, like, you got a good franchise, you'll make things happen. Look at the Spurs, how, I mean, even with them, everything going on, look how well they played in round one, look how Pop mm-hmm. was still able to get these guys going. Yeah. If we're talking about building a culture, it shouldn't matter where we pick, 
That's true. Who, and like, mm. they're gonna be like I said, we want these guys. Yeah, that's but true. That's true. You really look at what the Knicks, what we wanted at fans all these years has never really just been, you know, LeBron, KD, whatever. What we wanted was a team that we could be proud of. Yeah, <laughs> the nineties. That's what we were. We were just a good team that we could be proud of. We want a team that's in. The, we want to obviously want to win championships. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if the next decade is the Knicks as a top four seed. Constantly drafting mm-hmm. good, developing well, signing smart features. We're gonna be. That's what we want. That's what we want. Yeah. I'm. Just, I'm just. I'm tired of the Knicks slander. I know. I'm yeah, so it's heavy. That too. It's heavy. Tired. That yeah, too, man. Like it's funny. It's even funny because we keep saying, "Oh, oh, next year. Oh, next year." Last year. We, it's like a reputation happening, right? Mm-hmm. Last year, I wasn't even saying, oh, this next year we got it. I wasn't saying that like this season, like, oh, we're going to... Mm-hmm. But the perception of the Knicks fans is we're always saying, oh... It's about to happen. It's, it's going to yeah. happen. So, right. so like, this year, I was talking to... I was, like, yesterday, I was talking with my girl. And I was like, yo, babe, this is the year. Like, <laughs> this is the year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's a lot. And she's like... Knicks fans are always saying this is the year, but, but no, but no, I don't usually say that. But this time, I'm telling you, this year I feel better about this year than I have the last three years. Like, yeah. it I, seem- I, I got a good story about this. <laughs> Shout out to Chester on Twitter um, at Chet Nick, old Knicks fan. I think he might be in his seventies or eighties. We mm-hmm. met him at uh, the first game of the season against the Hawks, mm-hmm. and I interviewed him for YouTube. Spoke to him. And he said, you know, he tells his wife every year. His wife asks him, when are they going to be good? And he <laughs> says, oh, next year or this year. We're going to be about to do it. And she says, you say that all the time. And he said, <laughs> so he said, so then why do you keep asking? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my man, Chet Nick. He's active on Twitter. <laughs> you, <laughs> and he knows oh, he's been around. Yeah. He's been around. But the thing is, you know, we talk about, oh, it's going to be next year. The difference for me mm-hmm. in that statement is that a lot of times that was tied to who was available, not who we had and what we were doing. Yeah. Now I feel like when I say the Knicks are going to be better, I'm not mm-hmm. basing that on KD, Zion, or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm basing that on the fact on that I believe in management. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that they have a path. Yeah. It may not be, if you don't end up getting the ideal path they want, they're going to find another one that still gets us to where we need to be. Yeah. yeah. And, and good, a good GM. That's what you, that, look, at, look at Masai Uji in Toronto. Able yeah. to keep making sure that team is competing. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Competent GMs yeah. are everything, man. Yeah. You always have players, you know what I mean? You always have players. There's mm-hmm. gems in Europe that, that the right scout's going to find and yeah. become the next Giannis. Mm-hmm. You guys have you got to have the organization. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I know we're not talking about the draft yet, but did you look up that French kid that's going to be in the draft this year? The, There's the, a Sekou Dembouya? Yeah. Yeah. He was, so he was actually on Frank's team mm-hmm. when Frank won the MVP of the under-18 um, ah. Euros. Yeah. And, um, but it's funny, man, because he... So he's kind of raw. He's raw, but he's athletic. Yeah. Yeah, um, yes, I, yeah, he, I watched a couple of highlights. And I I, like, I've heard yeah. him, but I haven't really looked. But into I wouldn't him. take yeah. him in the top five. Yeah, like no, I wouldn't he, take him yeah, that high. He seems, he seems he's to a, be a bit like in the maybe top ten ish, like six to ten range, maybe. And you got to be able to develop. That's the thing. You got to yeah, know. Too, yeah. Go six back to ten. Yeah, that seems. Hmm. Yeah, going back to Frank, even you don't know yet if the Knicks are a team that can develop a mm-hmm. raw foreign prospect. Yeah, you saw Toronto's done it with Siakam, like amazing. Yeah. Do, if Siakam was here, like yeah. I'm being honest, do I? I don't know. I don't know. If Giannis yeah. was here, I, mm, I don't know if we... I don't know if we... And it doesn't mean... It's not a bad thing. It just right. means you got to know who you are, right? Yeah, you yeah. got to know what your strengths are. Yeah, you got to know your strengths are. Yeah, I get it. Our I strength it. is we can attract... We can possibly attract mm-hmm. these top guys. Maybe our strength isn't getting 
this guy, raw eighteen year old guy, and mm-hmm. building him up over four years because the media pressure's too much. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. you. But you gotta know. You gotta know where you are, right? So, yeah, I, I mean, that. I mean, I'm bringing this to the draft question. Yeah. Since we, since we here, since mm-hmm. we here, since we here, <laughs> like, have I even asked? Have I ever asked you what your top five draft is? You, you mean like, like, like the you, picks? Yeah, do you have like a definitive like one, two, three, four, five? How is that shaping out in your head? Well, uh, you, you oh, so you're basically asking me like if the Knicks were to pick in each position, like who yeah. would I draft? Mm-hmm. I think right now I have it number one Zion, obviously. Number two, I'd probably go with Morant. Number three would probably be Barrett. Number four. I'm probably gonna have to go with your boy Garland because I've been looking at I, I've been I have Garland. converted you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. I've converted yeah. you. Okay, yeah. I've been, converted you. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then probably number five, I'd probably lean towards DeAndre Hunter from from Virginia. He, probably him yeah. him taking over uh Culver, yeah. Culver right? Mm. Yeah, he sways you. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. I like it. I like, I like it, it too. I like it too. Yo, I've. Let me let me hear it. Let me hear it. what you got. <laughs> One is Zion. Yo, I've switched two mm-hmm. so many times. Like yeah. I always feel like, cause like you said before, to me, to me, John Morant is just so similar to Dennis Smith, yo. Mm-hmm. He's so similar. Like I don't know. I think John Morant could be better than Dennis Smith yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah no, right now too. we might be. You think so? And, John, because yeah. think about this. We forget this, too. Dennis was mocked. The highest I saw him mocked was number four. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being, what, uh, like nine? Because he's yeah, after yeah, Brent, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Ended up being nine. Um, but by draft time, he was clearly nine. It wasn't like, yeah, no one was talking yeah, about yeah, him. You're right, you're right, you're right. John Moran is a bigger talent. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's, that's a fact. Like, if you put them in the same draft, mm-hmm. John Moran's going to be going higher. Yeah. He, he's giving me more Fox vibes in terms of how he'll develop in the league I than Dennis. F- I feel like Fox is more... Complete on both sides of the ball. Man. Now, I mean, yeah. but you know what's interesting? Like the only thing is, Jer- Morant has more of the freak athleticism. Yeah. But really. I would still, I probably still would take Fox over Morant. I wonder if in the same draft though, because Fox was number five in his draft, yeah. right? And that was a good draft. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah, that good draft good was actually. Good. And I was honest with him. I was yeah. like, I was take consider taking him over Lonzo. Yeah. When we were debating on. Oh, he him. killed yeah. Lonzo. I remember he, he killed Lonzo. Lonzo. That game, yeah. I believe really, John Fox was that guy. That and everybody had Lonzo over over Fox back then. And yeah, then, but yeah. I was like, ah, I like Fox better. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those guys that picked Lonzo over Fox. But that's only because I like the way Lonzo runs off. Yeah, that's why? Because uh, to me, he's a guy that you know he'll he can he can push the pace. You know, he can control pace of the game. He can you know find the open man, have good court vision, and let and then and it's like for me, those are the qualities I look for in a point guard as opposed to like a guy who can just score the ball all the time. And right, right, like right. That. That's why I like uh, Ja. Ja can pass. Yeah, Ja. And can I don't know. Ja gives me this vibe. That like he's gonna hit the league mm-hmm. if it's not the first season, but the second season is gonna have a fox like jump, and you're gonna be mm-hmm. like, he's been another one of these point guards, these crazy point guards that can do it all. Yeah. Um. So, I, but anyway, I, finish your top five. She <laughs> might. See, <laughs> see, I, I, like I might. Yeah. See, here's my here's my thing. I think I actually, even though Garland didn't play that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I ooh. think I would trade down for Garland. Oh. That's what I would do. That's how I that's would so trade down for that. Garland. Like I, I if even if I did draft Ja. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is, I know in New York, I, the media on that trade. Oh yeah. Woo! <laughs> Yo, they like the Knicks screwed up again. It's kind of like the Giants picking Daniel Jones oh, at God. six. You know but it's saying? not though, if because yeah. if you watch the tape on Garland, yeah, he's not. Nice. This dude I, is filthy, yeah, and nice. if you watched 
freaking if you're watching freaking uh the Portland game when Damian Lillard is pulling up you're like mm. from three mm. over Russell Westbrook, mm. the good who likes to drive, mm-hmm. like John well, Morant. Shade, the shade. <laughs> but, I'm, nah, it's not even shade. Nah, I feel you. I feel it's you. not even shade. John Morant can't hit the three, but it seems I don't I'm not relying I haven't seen enough to rely on John Morant yeah, to hit the, the three night after night after yeah, night. His jump is gonna take time to develop. It's not gonna be once he steps into the league, his jump is gonna be sweet. Like right. That. Yeah. Nah, it's gonna take check the tweets yeah. though. Four or five months ago I tweeted Darius Garden will be a better pro than John Morant. Oh. Because I see the same. No, seriously. That so, was, I'm, I'll man. tell you, me and Terry be having a lot of the same takes, though. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, real, I, I, <laughs> real talk. Real talk. Listen, I'm telling you, there's something about. I'm glad you brought it up because I've mm-hmm. actually thought about that whole trading down thing, too. Because mm-hmm. you listen, you get another pick. You get you another pick. It, it, mm-hmm. Like I said, I trust Perry. Darius, if he didn't get that injury. He didn't get injured. I think mm-hmm. he would. He would have easily been in the top five. Like, a consensus. Because I I have him. Me too. You get to me, I have him near the bottom of my top five. I have, him, I have him I four. Like him. I have him I, four I, I, minimum. I have him like four, but, yeah. I, but I don't need, like. I'll say this. If we, if hard, the worst man. happens and we get to five, mm-hmm. I hope they take him yes. over the safer cover. Yeah. Or, um, no, most or, definitely. Or yeah. uh, Reddish, to be honest. Because at that point, I'm like. Yes. Yo, I think Garland is a better talent than yes. he's shown yeah. because of his injury. Yeah. And I'm like. And Darius Garden's the kind of point guard I really like. And he plays yeah. he, he, he plays defense. He plays on his both sides of the shoot. ball. He's he smart. Can shoot. He's patient. Yes. And yeah. he pulls up. He doesn't just, oh, I shoot a three when I'm over and I stand still. No, no. off the dribble pull yeah. up in your grill like an NBA player. That will translate no problem. Yeah. And you know, every year you see these guys, right? Like in college, I mean, obviously he's highly regarded. But mm-hmm. the draft happens, the season starts, and all of a sudden Donovan Mitchell's a, a, the best rookie. Right, yeah. I can see Garland being not maybe not Zion, but I can mm-hmm. see Garland being that type where no hype, but he hits the season, knees all good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's oh, like, what oh, happened? No, exactly. How did no one pick this guy? Because exactly. that's what happened with Damian. That's yeah. what happened with Damian Lillard. That's insane, exactly what happened with Damian Lillard. He was a four year guy. I mean, mm-hmm. Garland's obviously not. I think he's a, is he a was this his second year or first? Was it freshman? The freshman, yeah. Right, so he he's got time, but Lillard was the same thing. Once he hit the court, they were like. Yo, how did no one drop this guy? Kuzma. Right. Kuzma, right. same thing. It, it, it's because the dudes come from Weber State. That's yeah, why. That's it. That's, yeah. that's go. the reason why. There you go. So, listen, I'm not, I'm not knocking the Garland pick, man. That's, I, li- I, I like the idea. Because tra- I, like, I like aggressive moves. Yeah. I like thinking, you know, being like, this is what we're doing. We're not listening to the media stuff. Yeah. We're like, you know what? Yeah, whatever mm. the media is going to say this for a job, we watch Garland work out. And yeah, they exactly. did that with Knox. And that's why I'm with Knox. Mm-hmm. They exactly. did that with Knox. Because the media was all on bridges. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing and the thing too is that that's what makes a great GM because it's the same thing with Danny Age and the, with the Celtics, I think, in the draft with Markel Fultz because everybody was was raving about Markel Fultz. Excellent. Yeah. Saying Excellent that, you know, point. he's going to be the number one pick and this and that and the Celtics had a number one spot and they were like, no, we're going to draft down and, and, and we're going to trade down we're going to Jason Tatum and then look how it worked out. Markel right. Fultz can't get on the court. He's in Orlando now. Yeah, exactly. What they what they even trading for at then? What was up? What did Philly trade for? They didn't get a number. Did they get a number one back? No, I think they got like a. I think it was a second round pick. I think. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. if they got a one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they I got mean, a just, one back. Yeah, look yeah, at that. I mean, it was I mean, second. That's insane. Yeah, when you think about it. Yeah, because it's like yo, it's like. Cause in on his mind, it's like all right, this is a reclamation project. We have to work on this guy. Yeah. But he, the, the salary is so much. Man, yeah, twelve million. Twelve I think, million in year for four. a first pick. Yeah. yeah, and you don't know if you're gonna turn it out or not. I'm not giving you a first on top of that. Like, yeah, exactly. take this second and hold that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we gonna see what we can do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but let me hear the let me hear the top five. So, so my 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 top five. 
that I'm grappling with is uh, Zion, mm-hmm. Morant. <sighs> hmm. I'm surprised you're. I'm surprised you're sighing on three. I thought the sigh would have been the two three debate. Cause, mm. cause it's still like, I don't like RJ that much either, man. <laughs> I don't like RJ that much either. Like I don't. I like I understand that he's a good passer. Mm-hmm. I understand he's a good rebounder, but I I just know from the Knicks mm-hmm. suck at shooting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna keep drafting besides Zion, who's like an athletic freak in yeah. all levels, and I know and he's, he's a game breaker. It doesn't matter exactly. Yeah. Generational talent. And generational talent. All right, he can't shoot. Fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside of that who can't shoot, mm-hmm. and you're not a generational talent. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the big. <laughs> so wait, you so you but move in Garland to number that, three? I would, that's what I'm saying. If, I'm, I'm thinking like, about I'm like, it, y'all. Like, I like, would trade. Know. I would trade down two or three for Garland, dog. Ooh, yeah. I would trade any of those. Yeah, because I'm like, if your I would, because I'm like, if your main concern is shooting, then Garland should be number two on your list. In, in reality, I want. In reality, in my mental list, he is number two in my mind. In mm-hmm. in, in my oh, okay. mental You're list, like personal, like, I got personally, you. Yeah, yeah. but if I'm like a GM and mm-hmm. I know that other teams want. This guy, this guy, this guy, mm-hmm. guy. I'm probably gonna try to draft Morant and have a deal ready. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, when Dennis Smith, he had a couple of decent games early, right? I was kind of yeah. buying it. I was kind of into it. Mm-hmm. I I made a I said on Twitter a couple of times. I'm like, you get number two, you call the open auction on the NBA. Who wants Ja? Mm-hmm. And the five minutes that we have for that pick, mm-hmm. call and let the whole league start bidding. Yeah, because I'm like at that point, you get team just falling over yeah, themselves exactly. trying to give you stuff. Yeah. Um, the Bulls. The Suns, two yeah. teams that definitely in need of a point guard. Yeah, true. Um, but man, I think RJ, you know, RJ has that hype too because RJ was a guy in, in high school. It was like, this is the number one pick. Yeah. Even coming into college, people didn't really believe Zion could translate mm-hmm. the same way he did. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, Zion was facing like a bunch of dudes that were like 5'10 or Yeah, you just, just talking over people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. He's <laughs> right. So RJ does have that pedigree. One thing I'll say with RJ too, godfather is Steve Nash. Mm. His father was uh, Rowan Barrett, who was cool with Nash from the Canada national team. Okay. If Steve Nash is in his air for his career, that's a di- that could be a different player. Because like I said, so much of his stuff is off the court. Mm-hmm. How yeah, they're learning. And right, Steve Nash right. is like a great example how to approach the game the, from every standpoint. The yeah. only thing the only the thing I do like about Barrett that's like something to think about, but it's like maybe he could be more of a point guard to me than a shooting guard. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Like I, I felt like he had. I don't know if he can. Like it was. It's funny because he he was not for not passing the ball enough. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like he started to turn the corner and he started passing off out the double teams really well. That Duke team mm-hmm. was too weird. Yeah, I reddish got hurt from it. Zion's yeah. the only one who really benefited. And Zion to me that shows that Zion could kind of just do whatever he wants. You put yeah. him in. But that team, man, you you imagine you split those guys up, and they all play on different teams. You mm-hmm. whatever, and you see the season, it plays out differently for. But maybe Reddish probably the most because I'm sure he plays mm-hmm. completely differently. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. Barrett is weird. I feel like he's definitely gonna be super inefficient to start. You know, yeah, that's of course. Fact. He's gonna be super he's inefficient. Everything. He's super inefficient um, in college. So, I, yeah, and, yeah. so why would he be efficient coming into the NBA? Yeah, yeah, like, he's, yeah like, he, I, at the moment, Barrett's more of a volume shooter at the moment right now. Like he, like for him to get his points, he got to put up a lot of shots. He's yeah. not, he's not efficient yet. Yeah, but physical. You got the, the length. The I like he's lefty. Mm-hmm. You you could see him just you know he he should be better than Knox was this year in his rookie season. You think so? He should be. He should be. Yeah. It would be a big listen if he's worse than Knox. Yeah, I'd be yeah. a big disappointment for number two it's, pick. It's yeah. funny because 
I know it is. I think his feel for the game outside of shooting. <laughs> he will be yeah. better than Knox. Yeah, Knox but has even, a weird feel for the game at times. Yes, because yeah. even Knox with his weird feel for the game, leave that man alone in the corner and he's going to hit it with the game on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen him do that towards the end of this game mm-hmm. a good amount of times. I yeah. think he finished, what, close to 40? What, the Maybe? shooting percentage from in the, the three From the corner three? Maybe the corner three might yeah, have been. Better. Three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Knox had some. Ooh, yeah, he had some rough and, ones. He had yeah, some rough ones. Some rough ones, but yeah. th- again, that goes back to the team. The team was a weird team, a weird mm-hmm. year. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, I, I think he got a lot of kinks out of the system that mm-hmm. other rookies may not have been mm-hmm. able to get out because the team was so bad and he got yeah. to play so much. Mm-hmm. Most teams not letting you do that. Right, it was a weird yeah. year. It was like a transition year for us. It, mm-hmm. it worked out well for him to just yeah. But the one play thing, I, the out. one thing I did like about Knox though was the fact that it seems like towards the end of the season he he started to get it a bit. He did. Yeah, he did. Last couple, man, yeah. it, it was good to see. Yeah, it was good to see. Yo, it's funny. You know what? We can. I can. They're all in my whole top five, and then we can just get into the Knox conversation. I know. We just had it since we kind of smoothly transitioned into the conversation. And I gave you my thoughts. Of, of my top five basically is pretty much the same. I got Garland, and and I got I do have Culver at five. I'll have but Culver. I'll have Culver, this. too. To mm-hmm. me, Garland is the, is, the, is the main point I like. I'm liking yeah. here. Uh-huh. He's an interesting one. Workouts are going to be huge. Yeah, because yeah. Garland can, gets he in can that three-point workout, and, work. and he hits mm-hmm. 24 out of 25. Then it's oh, game. Because yeah. he's already shooting 40% from three right now. Listen. Who's shooting 40% in the, t- in, in the top five right now? Nobody. 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 <laughs> Scott Perry, and we already know Scott Perry doesn't live and die by mock drafts. Nope. Yeah. Knox jumped up. If Scott Perry sees, after knowing the shooting, we just spoke about the shooting mm-hmm. uh, shooting issues, he sees Darius Garland in there knocking him down, looking like vintage mm-hmm. Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. yeah. What is, I can see Perry being like, this is the one. This yeah. is the one at number three. We're going to trade. We're gonna, this is the one. This is the exactly. guy I want. Because the Knicks, so, Knicks, I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, the Knicks are one of the worst shooting teams in the league. Like, exactly. Like, what exactly. Are the, one of the things we definitely need is somebody who actually shoot the ball. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But I'm I'm with you. Um, I'm liking the Garland. I'm, I'm liking Garland. Yeah. Like I, I in my mind he's two, but I would say I I would draft those guys and then trade and try to double up on the on the picks. I'm mm-hmm. all about the trading and doubling up. Yeah. We never did that. Yeah. Every year yeah. I'd watch teams <laughs> in the NBA, I'm like, damn, and I'd be playing two K doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh man, I wish we could do this, but we never do it. You know, it's funny with KP it was the first time you saw us like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do a little let's get a little something mm-hmm. something going. Now we got extra we got five and seven, which yeah. I love. And uh, so listen, they want to make a draft day trade, get some more picks, get some more assets. I'm all for it. Right, yeah. I'm all for it. So, but I, I will say this: four, I'm taking them. Mm-hmm. If it gets as high low as four, I'm taking them out light. I'm not trying to draft nobody and go down because. Oh yeah, yeah. After yeah, that, yeah, I don't want to risk it. After that, I feel yeah, like it's yeah. too risky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five, I do have Culver. I know DeAndre shut him down mm-hmm. in, in in the thing, but I, I, I still feel like long term. Mm-hmm. As a guy who can maybe start to create his own shot, he might have a little bit more of an edge. Yes. Long term. And, and yeah. Hunter just seems like he can be a really, really, like the perfect role player for any team. Where was Garland coming out of high school? I remember he was pretty high. He was definitely higher than Ja. That's a that's a 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he, was, yeah. he was ranked as the best point guard he was in the best, league. Mm, yeah. one, somebody ja. one yeah. year, right? But, yeah. And then he got injured. So. Yeah. You got to see. Yeah. But our man Kevin, yes, <laughs> sign right back into uh, Kevin Knox, man. So, I'll say this: like you said, finish the season well. Love yes. to see that. Mm-hmm. That shows growth. 
that shows that he's learning. I think he wants to be great. You saw him and Fizz Day working out. Yeah. I don't know if that was recent or if that was like some season footage. They yeah, tried I was to, wondering. Yeah. Like, was recycling it. <laughs> make it look good. I'm like, I think Fizz is on a beach right now. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I see that he is someone who wants to be great. I think for me, it's like, get him to be Tobias Harris. If you can, I, I don't think, I don't think Knox is going to, I mean, anything can happen, but I'm not knocking the kid. I just don't think he's going to be that next level superstar. Mm-hmm. But I could see him being a two, French. three-time all-star. Kind of yeah. like Alan Easton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Alan Easton made, like, I think two all-star games in his mm-hmm. career. But he was always, like, on the cusp. He was yeah. a very, very respected. Could have gone off in any game and gotten you 30, 40, 50 if needed. Yeah. If it came to that. But wasn't really, like, that guy every game. But if you look at the roster we're constructing, mm-hmm. I don't think Kevin Knox is going to be that guy. Um, if anything, Mitch, Mitch is probably going to be Mitch is going to be a bigger, you know, looking forward. Mitch is going to be the the focal point. Yeah. Obviously, we can, we're going to sign guys and things are going yeah, to Yeah, I mean, I think Mitch is going to be a potential defensive player of the year. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. And so Kevin, you know, um, inefficient, but kept trying, which I loved. Yeah. Didn't Didn't really get too discouraged. Um, had a nice December where he was killing it in the first quarters. I loved how he would come out in the first quarter. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I was just going in. 17 yeah. points in yeah. December, 40% from the field, 38% from three. Yeah, you love to see that. Ooh. Yes, Kevin that. Knox in December, rookie of the month. Yep. Yeah. Killed it. And uh, the body keeps working on it, gets stronger. He has the right frame. The yeah. defense, though, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, the defense. Yeah. <laughs> the defense is yeah. lapses, the picks, he gets lost on, the switches, mm-hmm. he gets confused. Yeah. And then, in general, the team was like that. Like, it seems like everybody got confused when somebody switched. It was, yeah, that's it was true. pretty bad. That's true. But, like, on the offensive end, even in March, when I was talking about the 40% three, yeah. mm-hmm. 13 points, 41% from the field. 43 from three. And that's nice. That? Yeah, 43. Yeah. That's elite. That's, you get, that's elite. Is that, that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah, he... What, what did he finish the season at from three? Say like 30... What is he? 35? Uh, 30... 34%. 34? Yes, 34%. You got to see that. We want to see that be 38, 39 next year. Yeah, yeah. I, def- I think it can happen. Yeah, you want to see that. I definitely think it can happen, especially if we get a, a Kevin Durant here and he's mm. in that corner. Spacing, open. oh man. Yeah, KD would yeah. take him under his wing too because that's his favorite player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so oof, there's, there, there's a lot there. I definitely feel good. I'd be great about the pick. I feel good about trusting him. I think, you know, this is the guy you want to be like your 18 to 22 points per game scorer. Mm-hmm. But I want him to be a knockdown shooter. That's what I want more mm-hmm. than anything. I want to feel like, yo, I throw, I throw Kevin Knox the ball, it's going in. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would love that, man. I would love him to be knockdown shooter. I just need him to be adequate defensively. That's <laughs> just <laughs> adequate. You have to hide him with schemes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I have like net rating. He's, he's like, I think he's the lowest net rating on the team at 13.5. Yeah, yeah, even worse rough. than even worse than the guy, guy Moody even talking bad ah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though with Kevin? You know it's funny. You saw a couple nice blocks this season. That's mm. the thing. Like, you, like he, because he has a little bit of fire. But the, it's funny because a block is an easier play to make than knowing how to switch. Yes, and it's like you go back to Frank. Frank is that kind of defender where he knows all the, all the, the technical way. Yes. He's not the yeah. physical. Like I'm gonna just mess you up, defender. Uh-huh. Knox though, you saw a couple times he got motivated enough. It was chase down blocks. Yeah. I um, think actually, I actually think that was Mitch. I feel like. Oh, kind of getting into him a bit? Yes, because yeah. I kind of feel like if you notice the types of blocks that Knox was getting, he was getting the block, he was getting the weak side help blocks. Yeah, he was getting the weak side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, I'm not on my man, but I see that this guy is about to beat my man and I'm in position to block. So he started mm-hmm. getting those at the end of the year. Yeah. And I felt like Mitch was the. The king of getting those off, and he yeah. might have been in Knox's ear, like, "Yo, this is what you, this is the technique this is what I need to do. This is what I need to yeah. do." Yeah. So, and you know, speaking about what we do with him defensively, if let's say he shows a you know proficiency for weak side blocks going forward, 
you kind of use him as that guy. You right. figure out a way where he's maybe he's always the guy coming in for it. So you're not, you're not, you know, you're not using him on like a star player. He's getting abused on. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you look at strengths and you know, like look at Ennis Cantor, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow Portland's finding a way to hide him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. right. Ennis Cantor's a strong post defender. You, you, mm. you figure it out the better, and the thing is too, you become better as a team. When you know mm-hmm. everybody, yeah, yeah, and you you make schemes right now. We're not scheming. We suck. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's too many holes yeah. too many in our holes. team yeah. many to holes. scheme to yeah. hide anything. What's the point? <laughs> That's so the problem. You get good. You start scheming because you're like, yo, I Kevin, I need you on the court to shoot mm-hmm. threes. Right. I can't yeah. have you messing me up on defense. So I'm gonna figure exactly. out a way for you to play defense and not. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think yeah, I think once I think once the Knicks surround the team with more defenders and stuff, then it'll be easy to hide knocks on defense because yep. you'll have more guys that'll mm-hmm. defend their man and stuff like that, and then you can just place knocks on somebody that you know is not such a big offensive threat or whatnot. And not only that, it's I like think, once you get more veterans, like I, yeah, I just feel like yeah. Vets, yeah. people they're going to be able to learn in general how to do better schemes. Like think of what. DeAndre Jordan did for, for, for Mitch, Mitch. Yeah. yeah, just big time. A month. Because Mitch had the talent. Yeah. Mitch, not, if you look at Mitch, it's so funny. He changed so much, mm-hmm. but he kind of didn't as well, meaning he was doing the same stuff he was doing before, yeah. just smarter, yeah. more often. And mm-hmm. it was Curry, DeAndre in his era, like, yo, you need to do this. You're doing, you have the idea, but you're not doing it right. So, yeah. and he's he's 19. We say it all the time with Kevin, but mm-hmm. right. he's going to, on his own, he's going to learn. Vets yeah. are going to help him learn. And I know he does not want to be labeled as, oh, that guy's food. No, yeah. no, exactly. Nah. He doesn't want that. So that alone is going to play into it. Exactly. Yeah. And once he gets in the gym, too, gets the, those ankles up. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I want those thin <laughs> ankles and calves. Get that, get some weight on him. Yep. Get them yep. defensive slides going like Fizz said yeah. he's going to have to do all, all summer. Yeah. Then I, I, he'll fi- he should be all right, but... Mm-hmm. That and the mental. Like, just don't check out. Matter of fact, I want to see a transformation like Frank's transformation last season when, you know, dude hit the weight room. Oh, right. Like, 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 shirt on. Yeah. Exactly. Walking around with no shirt on. All Frank Sips. Yeah. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kevin Knox, this summer I want to see you walk around with no shirt on. Yeah, you confident, Put man. it out there. Exactly. exactly. You look at Giannis, man. Giannis is a prototype. What oh, he yeah, did with yeah, his yeah, body yeah. over the next, the last four or five years. Yeah, insane. that's crazy. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Kevin Knox is, if you look at him compared to Giannis' rookie year, mm-hmm. he's bigger and stronger. Oh, so yeah. Giannis yeah, yeah, could yeah, get to where he did, he, but it's all has, about their desire and yeah, what they want. You know he, what I mean? yeah. he has to really want it. He has yeah. to frame. It seems like he wants, he, it seems like he's a gym rat, according to Fizz, anyway. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's in the, the, the basketball gym a lot in the one yeah. day. He just has to put it together. He just has to put it together. Yeah. And he just yeah. has to want it. I, like, I don't know if he's in the weight room. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Because I'm like, yeah, people be in the basketball gym, but it's like, what you doing in the basketball gym? gym? Are, you, right? are, are you just shooting or, or practicing drills? Or are you in the action in the weight room? That's true. So, like, how thing. hard are you going in the it's, gym? Yeah. It's funny because people always talk about, you know, we got trainers on the team. They got everything they need. No one can force you to lift. This is the truth, though. Even our trainers, they're with you, like, yo, make sure you lift. Mm-hmm. They're not, and they're telling you what to eat. You can still do whatever you want. Yeah. Giannis got that big because he, he his mind, he, he was like, I want to be a monster. He Look at Kevin Durant. Himself. Since yeah. he got drafted, he's been telling him he should get bigger. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't. Obviously, it doesn't matter because Katie's a beast. Exactly. That's funny. Yeah. But <laughs> he did not even he care. Didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care. I mean, what was it? He couldn't even do, like, the bar or something? When he uh, got drafted, it was a thing where he couldn't even, like you're saying, he yeah. couldn't even do one bench press. Away. And you know, all the scouts was like, of course, he has to get bitter. You know, he'll get mm-hmm. a little bigger. Right. And he's like, yeah. 10 years later, he's like, oh, no, he's so still it, the same it's size. desire. <laughs> exactly. It's desire. It's like a regular person. You want to mm-hmm. get big, you got to go to the gym and really put yeah, it in. Exactly. And no matter how much someone's with you, training you, mm-hmm. you the trainer is not with you 24 7. Right, right. And right. I, I know Giannis got there not mm-hmm. from what the Bucks were telling him to do, but from mm-hmm. maybe his personal guy 
or just his own mentality. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to become the strongest guy in the league. I'm a beast. I want to be mm. a beast. Yeah. And yeah, right. So if Kevin, mm. you got to know, maybe Kevin doesn't want that because some mm. guys might, like you said, what are they doing in the gym, right? Because yeah. Kevin may be like, I don't want to lift weights. I want to shoot threes. Yeah. So it, it, it's so much of it depends on what that own player's desire exactly. is. Exactly. And another, and another example is Allen Iverson too because I, 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 <laughs> I can't remember the interview, but they were interviewing him and, and they were asking him like, why he never got stronger in the gym or whatnot. Right. And he was like, why? Because yes. it's, 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 it's not going to help me shoot the ball better or anything like that. So, I mean, it just depends on the mentality of the player and what they it, want. It's a mentality. I remember Jordan, when Jordan got beat up by the Pistons, that's yeah. when he's like, he's like, I got to go to the gym. He's yeah. like, I'm going into the lane and getting killed too much. The only way I'm going to be able to beat Detroit, the bad boy Pistons, is why I got to go to the gym and get bigger. So, mm-hmm. so much of it, you know, it depends on the player's motivation, what they see. You know, T-Mac. T-Mac never got big. Yeah. T-Mac was wiry his whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's so many things. Yeah. Uh, it's so... And you can find a way to be effective without it. Oh, yeah, yeah you definitely yeah, can. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. It definitely helps, though, if you can bully someone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at Giannis. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just coming down the lane. Until, unless you put Vonley on him, though. Because you don't even put Noah Vonley on him. Oh, yeah, Vonley is, <laughs> yeah, is the Giannis stopper. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he slows him down. I'm not going to say stopper. He slows yeah, him down. Half court, he gives him yeah. trouble. Yeah, he's, he's, a, speed, he's a Giannis trouble. speed bump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah when Giannis goes down, he gets downhill. No one's, God's not stopping him. Nah. Half yeah. court though he he kind he, he holds his own yeah. yeah but yo I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna top it off with the knock stats all right negative thirteen worse than Knicks I know it's sad <laughs> yeah it's sad but I don't know he's a rookie so I give him some slack on that mm-hmm. offensive rating one hundred one point one yeah everybody seems to be around there around the same yeah. yeah. it's Pretty interesting much. though the most interesting one so far is DeAndre I mean Dennis Smith Jr's offensive rating is a hundred. On the Knicks, anyway, mm-hmm. which is like pretty damn low. It's like the yeah. lowest. Yeah. Out of, even Frank has a higher offensive rating than him, which is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. But then he also shot like twenty seven percent from three. Man, his shooting was worse than I thought. Yeah. yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. He was shooting well in Dallas, so it yeah. made it be like a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I know for the the part of the part of the season he was in Dallas, mm-hmm. I think it was like a 35, 36, if not higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he came here and it just fell. The three point it just fell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was nerves or just or just. His comfortability with the team, or yeah, it was what? it was something. It was something, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and on top of that, the defensive rating for Knox. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not. That's what it says right here. It just says defensive rating nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no numbers. No numbers. Just nightmare. One hundred and fourteen point seven. But yo, yeah. you're gonna be really surprised who has the worst defensive rating on the team. Really, yeah, very surprised. Cause so far, everybody will say it's Knox. I gotta. Mm. It's not this choice. Hmm. It's Was the, he on the team the whole season? <laughs> that Knox. That's like that brings it down. No, he was okay. not. So that that's yeah. why I have a. That is. So wait. So wait. Did he come to Knicks on the first half of the season or the second half? Of the <laughs> he season? can't say. He can't go to it. That's that's the only hint we're getting. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it DJ? Was, yes. Really. DJ has. You know what? Worse. It's funny because I remember Dallas fans before the trade. Cause I so I like Doncic, so I used to go to like just to see what Dallas fans were saying about him, mm-hmm. and they would trash DeAndre Jordan. They said he all he does now is just chase rebounds, and he has no interest in playing defense anymore. And it's funny thing you say <laughs> that they said that yeah during the post before the trade obviously yeah during the post game live show. I'll say this: he played defense when the centers weren't shooters. Like he would help out on guards. He would patrol the paint area. He would get his blocks. But when it came to chasing somebody from free throw line and beyond, he was He's not interested. He's mm-hmm. done with that. And I was actually saying it live on the show. 
and I was like, yo, is anybody noticing that the Andre is not, you know, really trying to interested in yeah. closing out on these shooters? And and I felt more comfortable with Mitch being out there on the defensive end. Because he knows he's going to put an yeah. effort in. Yes, and even Luke would yeah. actually put an effort in and actually mm-hmm. run to the three-point line. DeAndre's, mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, Clippers fans, we've been saying this at the end. His defensive reputation is based on the on the past. Mm-hmm. He's not yeah. the defender. He's not near the defender he used to be. Now, he's still athletic. He's still going to get you some blocks. Yes. And it's going to feel like, because he's so aggressive and mm-hmm. when he makes plays, he makes plays that feel like four plays, even if it was one play. Right. Like an yeah. alley-oop or a big dunk, it feels like more yeah. than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Mario Horizonte is like that sometimes, where he'll make a play and it feels oh, like yeah. he's for 20 oh, points. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God. God. Yeah. But he... Yeah. But the thing is, DeAndre understands it. And I think physically, he may not, he's 31 now. Maybe mm-hmm. he just doesn't have the legs anymore. But you mm-hmm. saw the impact he had on Mitch yeah. just talking from the sidelines. So if they bring DJ back, um, I'm not too worried about it because I think his overall impact mm-hmm. is uh, is so great that, you know, from that just a chemistry, teamwork yeah. Um, yeah. in Mitch's air, you know, even with the defensive shortcomings, which is weird because most casual fans will tell you he's a great defender. I mean, you he's one defensive. He's yeah. been in the defense for the year. But you look if you watch him play, like you said, him. it's a lot of blocks and mm-hmm. defense and easy defensive rebounds. Yeah. Right. And if you really look at him game play to play, you're like, mm, you know, eh, maybe I'm letting him get away with something I probably wouldn't let someone else get away with. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think <laughs> yeah. you know what it was yeah. too. It's like when we moved Enos. Mm-hmm. It's funny because if you look at, I think Enos, you might have a better defensive reading than him. This is interesting. <laughs> nah, you're not gonna. No. Oh, nope. This is interesting. <laughs> Fake right. news. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not looking. I don't know that for I mean, a fact. I mean, but like, I, 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 I mean, we're, we're also better though. Remember that. Mm-hmm. But exactly. But I felt, yeah. I felt like he had more of a, well, he definitely had more of an impact on the team and the rookies and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Ali Mitch. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah. What yeah. Mitch did and, is mm-hmm. you, like, yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm all in on him coming back. Mm-hmm. Especially because, oh, yeah. um, sorry, I mean DJ. Right, right. Because Mitch is growing so much anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be a point where it's just Mitch playing more minutes every game, yeah. and right. DJ's just there for the the chemistry, the teamwork, mm-hmm. and then not a bad backup center to have yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah, if I'll, it comes to that, I'll say this about Enos though, because I've been watching him with Portland lately. He's gotten better. Yeah, like I think I think the reason why Enos Cantor wasn't really defending well in New York was because the team was so bad. It seems like when he's actually surrounded by good players, like he puts in more of a defensive effort and things like that. Because I mean, his defense hasn't been terrible in, in Portland. Like he, like he, I, does, he does defense somewhat. Yeah, with, even in, honestly, even at the start of this season, remember Fizzy was raving about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't horrible, but yeah. like you said, I think it's things started to go south and he's yeah, not someone exactly. who can carry any kind of defense. Right, yeah. he's like, not he, needs, he has to be your worst defender of the five. Yeah. Yes. But yes, yeah. you can't be one of, you can't, actually like, uh, I'll say this, check the video, I, I did a video about mm-hmm. why, top four reasons why we had to move yeah. Enos Cantor and I said, I liked how Enos looked next to KP mm-hmm. last season. So that was another one. He looked great right. next to KP. Yeah. Right, because they yeah. covered up for KP each other's was, mi- mi- uh, shortcomings. KP was yeah. the best defender at the rim the, that year. When right. He like, yeah. like blo- led the lead in blocks yeah. up until... And then his defensive field goal percentage was insane. It was like 40% or something at the rim. Yeah. So he was doing that. And this was getting the rebounds because KP couldn't rebound. Yeah. Right. So but yeah, to me, they got the best of both worlds. Yeah. And it's funny because I was getting a lot of stuff from Nick's Twitter About last <laughs> year. Yeah. Because I didn't want to uh, ditch Cantor because I felt like he still fits with KP. So like, let's mm-hmm. wait till the KP gets back to see. Mm-hmm. This season, though, it got kind of ne- it got yeah. kind of messy. And KP then- hit him. KP hit him. KB hit him, hit it, and it's big time. You're so yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Because none of us, 
It was funny the vitriol we all have for Ennis this season because we kind of like as a fan base we really don't like him. Yeah, yeah because funny. I didn't like the way he was acting in the media. Yeah, yeah, all the extra it was stuff. the yeah. me- it was the media yeah. stuff. It wasn't really him. Yeah, but even on the court, you looked at what he was doing with KP. We never felt that way. Yeah, I never trashed his defense that level because KP was no. out there every time covering in exactly. those weak side blocks. But then you expose him now mm-hmm. without KP. Who's the starting four? Was it Lance? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then you're like, you could see, like, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. Um, but you no know, guys like that, you gotta put them in the right team. Exactly. You gotta right have the right team, team, right situation. Every right year. situation. You gotta have. You can't have a guy like like we had Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, with God. him, Moody no. and Kevin Knox, who are like the the worst, the defenders worst defenders on yeah. the team. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Look at all one, two, three. And yeah. then you're wondering why we were the last in, in defense. <laughs> Moody, Timmy Knox. Oh man. The worst. Worst defenders on the team. On the team. I just hope... This is one... You know, I know we're going to talk about Fizz pretty soon. Mm-hmm. This was one of the things that bothered me with him was I want to see... And I don't want to talk about this season too much because I want to look ahead. Mm-hmm. But I hope that, you know, the way he speaks about people... My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting shot. I'm getting... You think I'm high yeah, points, yeah, though. Pop, I that gunshot, though. Yeah. But the way he spoke about defense and More how fun. he wanted to hold people accountable... Mm-hmm. I want to see him do that with the perimeter players. Yeah. I felt like he obviously did that with Ennis. And you mm-hmm. could see... And Fizzle knows what good defense is. So, yeah. when I saw him letting Moutier and Timmy get away with so yes. much, I was kind of like, man, like, exactly. not even like to just... I mean, look, we talk about Frank because I know the Moutier stuff was because of Frank. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Frank plays defense, play him. But it wasn't even that. It was like, even if Moutier is your guy, mm-hmm. you need to bench him for five minutes and talk and scream at him for not playing defense. Yeah. Yeah. So he then doesn't... Oh, Timmy account, was the worst one to me. Because yeah. I felt like yeah. he let Timmy yeah, do but, 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 whatever he wanted. still explain why he let Timmy do what he what Timmy did on the floor. Because he was like, you know, Timmy's a guy, he's a big money guy, so it's like, yeah. you have to play him. Yeah. Yep. And mm. remember, I never forget the Nets game early in the season when Levert... Yeah, and Fizz letting Timmy defend Levert for the last play... Uh, and talking about, oh, Timmy, you know, I'm training him to be a good defender. And he was gone like two months later anyway. Mm-hmm. That really yeah. me. I'm like, teach him in practice, man. Word, man. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's, it's all like, about practice. Learn that in practice. <laughs> exactly. And then what, what upset me so much about that is that he ha- he was teammates with this guy in college. And he knew that he was mm. going to drive right. But yet, he never forced him the other direction. He made him drive to a strong hand. He actually said that. In, like, the paper, he says, like, yo, man, I, I played with him in college. I knew he was going to drive that way. Exactly. And how does that help me now? Exactly. <laughs> I'll do better. You know what, though? With Timmy, the thing that actually pissed me off the most was just his shooting percentages. Like, yeah, that's mm, what it really was, that is man. A, they were atrocious. Why were you taking yeah. so like, many shots and you man. sucked so much? <laughs> and you know what sucks, too? Like, Frank is a bad shooter. Dennis Smith mm-hmm. is a bad shooter, right? Yeah. Timmy's not a bad shooter. He's just an idiot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> that's what annoyed me. Damn. Timmy had a good, look, listen, Timmy had a great stroke. He had a, you could look at his form. His Pause. form was fine. Right. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> great. You know, everything about him. You look at him, shoot. It's like, oh, that guy can shoot. Yeah. And, and in practice, Timmy's... I, I've been, I went to Nick's practice. Timmy wouldn't miss. Mm-hmm. So it annoyed me to see a guy like that who has the fundamentals that down, no hitching his shot. Yeah. Good yeah. arc, everything. And then he comes to the game and he's taking pull-up jumpers with three guys yeah. around him with yeah. 20 seconds left on the shot clock. And I'm like, you are giving yourself bad percentages. Like, you're yeah. making it happen for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like, I still feel like the Knicks shouldn't have played him in so many minutes knowing that he had a fracture. And mm-hmm. a stress I fracture. Like, I feel like he, he hurt his foot in the beginning of the season. I feel like he was playing through it and that mm-hmm. might have had a lot to do with it. And, he ended up having a stress fracture. It could be chronic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it could, could be chronic because he had it. The, remember, he yes. had the, the first yeah. season. And 
I was gonna. I I ran cross country in college, right? And I would get um, stress factors from running so much. Mm-hmm. So I know how bad it is. I get it to this day. Like yeah. it's a thing. Mm-hmm. If the Knicks got out of that contract and he's gonna be injured, wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was even. I even mentioned that on on post game show. I was like, I think it's time to start asking ourselves a different question about Timmy, not whether he can be like a leader or shot. But if he's mm-hmm. healthy. But if he can, if he's a yeah, can he stay healthy? He should. He's yeah. a six man though. That's the thing. Timmy should be a six man yeah. coming yeah. off the bench. Playing twenty one minutes a game, mm-hmm. shooting. Yes, you it. do that, you're gonna get. But he doesn't think he's that. Yeah. Nah, and he, his ego, especially with that contract yeah. we gave him. I feel like yeah. most NBA players though. I feel, yeah. I, I, some NBA players said there's like every NBA player in the league, even the guys who were the third string on the bench, think mm-hmm. they can be. Uh, they should take the last shot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a difference. Listen, you can be a six man and still play crunch time minutes like Lou Williams, but you yeah. gotta know. You gotta really be honest with yourself and where you are. And then a coaching staff has to be honest with you yeah, too. Yeah, too. Yeah. Because Lou, Lou Williams got moved into. I mean, I don't think he was ever really a starter. No. I think Toronto, I think he's always basically he's off always the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's but always yeah, six man. Because yeah. he owns it. He's probably the best six man of all time now. Yeah. And he owns it. And look look at his career. Imagine he'd been a starter. He probably wouldn't have been as good or had the accolades he does. Yeah, it's just only because he's short. That's it. That's <laughs> only if, if Lou Williams is 6'5, he would be starting. He would be starting. Everybody wouldn't be having it. That's the same thing why I, uh, IT can't get off the bench. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's, def- it's defense too. Like yeah, Timmy, and Timmy yeah. never committed to playing defense. That's exactly. Oh, never. Yeah, he, he could have made it easier for himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's six five, so you feel like he could. So we keep him in, just in case he decides to play for for uh, you know a player too. Yeah. <laughs> how does your handle that bad with your dad? It's Tim Hardaway. So he. Yeah, I don't. I don't been... understand. Like, yo, if Tim Hardaway was my father, I'd be like, yo, the first thing I'd be like, yo. Teach me your crossover, right? man. Teach me your crossover. He was. I feel like I, I read an article or something that's, that was saying that Tim Hardaway's father was so tough on, on Tim on Hardaway Timmy. Jr. Mm-hmm. I can see that, that he hated like. No. I can see that. So yeah. he actually, he actually, the, his father like actually, the opposite of, yeah, uh-huh. actually kind of like backed off a little bit because he felt like he was getting too hard and was affecting their relationship. Mm-hmm. So I could see his father going, yo, yo, we doing 600 crossovers a day and Tim Hardaway was like, nah, dad. No, dad. Yeah. I'm gonna dad, shoot. leave me alone. I'm going to shoot. Exactly. <laughs> I want to shoot 40 foot jumpers. <laughs> yeah. Dad, the, the game is changing, dad. You just don't get it. Exactly, exactly. dad. You don't know. You know what man, NBA's like. Man, I'd be like, F dad. Like, yo, just teach me. I'm like, yo, just, just teach I'm, 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 like, I'm like, yo, pops, just teach me the crossover. Everything else I got it. Just teach me the crossover. That's it. That's all I need. We're going to find out Kyrie is like, because he's a bastard child. Oh. <laughs> In like 20 years. I, I, oh, I knew man. that handle was looking. Yeah. Too, too suspicious, too similar. Right? Yeah. That double crossover looks familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but yo, back to the okay. I'm just wrapping up the, the short DeAndre. All right, thing we had because I mean, he's not that much to talk about because he hasn't been there that long. Mm-hmm. Other than personality, amazing. Listen, that's a, you talk about culture change. That's the kind of guys you want to call yeah. on the bench, screaming, cheering, jumping on guys' backs. Yeah. Right. You know, pretty much like didn't didn't want to leave because mm-hmm. they gave him the option to yeah. go play for a playoff team or something. Mm-hmm. And even when he got shut down for the season. Didn't Tim complain like somebody so, else yeah. we knew. You gotta love that from a yeah. personality standpoint. Yeah. Would you start him next season or Mitch? I mean, I don't know. For me, like as I like, I think as I said in a previous episode, I think it was last week's episode where, to me, I don't think starting is really much of a big deal. It depends on who you play more minutes. Okay. Because I feel like even if you start DeAndre Jordan, like you can still put in Mitch for more minutes regardless mm-hmm. and put Mitch in during crunch time and things like that. So I think I would still start DeAndre Jordan just for the simple fact he's the veteran and I guess to make him feel good, you know, be like, yeah, you can start, but, you know, Mitch is yeah. going to get most of the it's, minutes, though. It's, yeah, yeah. It's interesting because so much of it depends on the roster, right? 
Yeah. Now, Mitch, the way he ended the season, you see these guys who have these, like, finished their rookie year doing well. Mitch could be that Darren De- Fox jump yeah. next year. Like, Mitch, you have no idea what he's going to do this summer, right? And you know mm-hmm. he's going to be committed. Mitch could come out next year, beginning of next year, and be, be able to, yeah. to average, I can see it. you know, 13 and 13. And three blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah. If he is good enough to do that, mm-hmm. are you then stifling him by not starting him? Because there are a lot of these rookies where you see they play kind of well, and the next season they get the full reign, and mm-hmm. then they take that jump. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder, and it's, it's different for centers. You know what I mean? I don't think DeAndre, I don't think there's any way DeAndre's going to hurt Mitch's development. Because mm-hmm. off the court stuff is going to be happening anyway, which is good. Yeah. But I do wonder. Are you at the point now where you have to start Mitch because he's shown so much improvement and so much growth? I and think you have to. I'm like, you do you mess him up a little bit if you don't give him, you know, let him start. I, I give him mm-hmm. the keys from the jump, KD or not. I'll let him go. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let, let him go. I like that. Let him go. You know, I feel if you give him the keys, I don't feel it. I feel like at least you 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 did it. You gave him the keys. Yeah. You don't give him the keys, and then it start his development starts getting messed up. Then I'm like, Ugh, why? Yeah. Like, I wish you had just given him because he's at least he's shown this season. Yeah, he, that yeah. he can do. Like, hey, give yeah. me keys. Mm-hmm. And then when you start so, to look at the numbers too, DeAndre, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just read these these nets off. When it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's ugly. <laughs> it's real ugly. Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. And girl at the end of the you know girl at the end of the night four a.m. club ugly like nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, 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 you mean you've been dancing with this girl night that once the lights go on you're like oh, oh no oh, no oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got an appointment. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, someone's calling me. <laughs> uh, net rating in New York mm-hmm. negative nineteen. Oh my Good god! Lord. Damn. Worst in yeah. Wor- take a guess. It's the worst. Uh, yeah. Now like like I don't know like in Dallas mm-hmm. uh, negative zero point four. So like what's happening is it the new team doesn't know how to adjust? Did he get too frustrated? It's like we these were, kids don't know what they do. Like we you know, full what I'm on saying? tanking though, man. Yeah. Like at the point that he came on, it was definitely because remember, it's so interesting. People forget people who thought KP's gonna come back in December or January. Mm-hmm. Fizday might have us around like you know maybe not five hundred but a little bit below, and then KP because we saw what we saw from KP the year before. Yeah, if he was healthy. This team would have been not I me mean, not playoffs, but it would have been probably like a high, yeah. mid high thirties. Yeah, thirty wins. He would have put about yeah. KP yeah, was a legit. He was like looking legit. at like a legit superstar at times. He was. He was yeah. on the fringe. Yeah. So we were the whole season. People were kind of like waiting, like, "Hey, KP might be coming back." Mm-hmm. Um, the point that we make that trade, and it was very clear at that point too that he was not coming back that season, or at yeah. least anytime soon. We de- it was all in of like, okay, we're botting man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so Deion, yeah, he did get a lot of. He got a, he team got a lot that of was, the bad garbage yeah, time. He did. So you don't really. I don't know if you should hold that to him that much. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how much is his fault, how much is the team which is in a bad spot with transitions and yeah. new players, got injuries, a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries yeah. new players, yeah. get uh, teams, he was hitting a lot of teams who were, sh- who were um, you know, they were like trying to fight for playoff spots. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ryan, I agree with you about, I don't mind him starting. Yeah. My question is, you have to really look at Mitch and it, mm-hmm. it's an interesting debate. Yeah, it's like, but I'll say this: if anyone's gonna start over Mitch in mm-hmm. the league, I'll probably pick DJ simply because I know he's what he's gonna do for him off the court. Yeah, right, right. You know, I've heard people talk about Cousins. I'm like, I don't want Cousins here. Mm-hmm. Right. Cousins is gonna help Mitch. Yeah. You look at Mitch's competition because Cousins is still young. He's gonna be like, I'm not letting this guy beat me out. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah, right? no, definitely not no mm-hmm. DJ, especially because DJ was here this year and went through this. And yeah, you can see him giving up. Know. The, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can see him giving up the reins easier. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because he he seems to really get Fizz and what Fizz is doing. Yeah, so I think Fizz has a conversation with DJ like mm-hmm. yo. 
um, you're gonna play 25 minutes a game, but I gotta start Mitch. Mm-hmm. Until, yeah, and if Mitch yeah. is messing up with foul trouble, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move you back in there. But and I can see yeah, DJ being like, yeah. cool, I got it, I'm all in. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or what else you can do is like during the preseason or whatnot, like you can get a feel of how each well, you know where each player is right now. And then if mm. Mitch, then if Mitch is showing out in preseason, then like it's next like, level. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, then it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give make yeah. give Mitch a starting position. But yeah, it's like keep if what you kill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that was a little, that was a little, was a little fake, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but I agree. I agree fully. Like you, yeah. preseason is great. Let them run ball out. Because my thing is, like we said before, some of these kids, the jump they take sometimes is insane. Yeah, like you don't see it. I mean, we're seeing with Mitch, but like he could be way better than we think mm-hmm. to start next season. Yeah, uh, his body is still like he's developing. With that yeah. He, yeah. he might come back shooting threes. We might be like, oh my oh, god, yeah. this guy's like. <laughs> Yeah. You don't know. So So you know what? Let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about Mitch. I mean, DeAndre offensive rating was Brad Dude 99, mm. defensive rating 100 118. Wow. It was really bad. Now, you know, it's so bad that I'm like I'm convinced more and more it's not him. Yeah. Cuz yeah. they're like astronomically bad. They're astronomically yeah. bad. And then if you look at the numbers on you know when he was on uh Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, yeah. So it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's drastic he, he'll change. Be, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, but I think you also got to take into account that the fact that DeAndre Jordan didn't play much games with the Knicks too, so maybe yeah. that's also the reason why the numbers, are, yeah, the numbers are the numbers are so lot. bad. Yeah. And even with Deion, Dennis Smith Jr., he has the worst offensive rating out of all the point guards, even Frank. Mm-hmm. So that actually so kind of makes sense. Now, now we're talking about this, like mm-hmm. it matches yeah. with what we're saying. That maybe yeah. it's not just all him. Exactly. Yeah. So it could be fit, you know, mm-hmm. not getting used to the team. It could be a bunch of factors. Yeah. But I mean, since we're on Mitch, let's go. Let's go to Mitch. 7.3 points, 6.4 rebounds, 2.4 blocks. Big Meech, as you guys say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch Terry, Man. Terry and Trey on there. Yeah. Definitely check out the YouTube channel if you have not. Check us out. We met Mitch. We spoke to him. His favorite movie is Frozen. He spoke about that. So check out wow. the old videos. <laughs> uh, Mitch. Mitch is the man. Does not. I mean... You know, we thought KP was the savior, but it's Mitch. Yeah. It's it, it really is Mitch. Mitch. No matter what happens going forward, he's the one to me. I think there was a point where he could have been in a trade. I do not see any chance they trade him now. Nah. Not even for AD. And I really, really? Gen- I, 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 yeah. I, I genuinely mean that. There was a point where I definitely thought it was a possibility. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was he was high potential the whole season. January, yeah. February, March. But like kind of what he did since DJ came, yeah. I think it, not just that, he's on a four year, uh, one year's already gone. Mm-hmm. Three years, right, left mm-hmm. on his deal at yeah. an average of like 1.4 million per year. Mm-hmm. He might have the best value in the league. <laughs> like he might. Where other yeah. players going to give you what he's giving you. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about his, you just brought up his stats. Those block ratings are oh, nothing compared, yeah. block ratings, nothing compared yes. to what they're going to be because he got a lot of... Um, exactly, got a lot of growing to do. <laughs> yeah, zero ga- zero block games earlier in the season. Yeah. yeah. He like, might what? get... He's going to be close to four next yeah. year <laughs> if he doesn't get foul trouble. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But like, so, like, like probably at his peak, he's probably going to be average like 3.5 blocks a game in numbers yeah. like that. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> Like, he was catching up to uh, Miles Turner all season. Like, I kept seeing him, like, the average yeah, right, yeah. getting higher and higher. And he ended up, like, I think he ended up second. Second, second, yeah, second Miles, right? Yeah. Like, second if you just league. looked at his last two months, he would have yeah. destroyed Miles. Yeah. Definitely. Wouldn't he, be close. He only played 20 minutes a game. Exactly. Yeah. For you to end up second in the entire league yeah. at 20 minutes a game. Insane. And you were injured for... Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. injured for, what, 20 games or yeah. so? Yeah. Like, Christmas... Like, right before Christmas, through the new year, he was mm-hmm. injured for a long time. So he's someone who, like, man, he's giving you so much, and I think he's going to, you know, like, again, KP was a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I think I can see Mitch becoming all the things KP could do, but over time. And you know I, what I mean? With the three-point shooting, with the little bit of yeah. handling. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never and, know. Yes, yeah, true. And, and we have, we've had this debate, too, about including uh, 
eight Mitch in the trade for AD if that's if you would do that or not. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with Mitch, I always go AD is a top five talent and it's yeah. practical. I mean, like it's there. Mitch, he's not. But the thing, if you want to argue to keep him, the the best argument is if you look at the rate that he's improved yep. over mm-hmm. the last season, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty freaking scary. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> you talk about top five. No, Mitch will never have the repertoire that AD has. AD's a number one top talent. He was a point guard, which is why he learned how to dribble. Right. There's yeah. just so much going on with him. But you can't tell me that you can't see in the playoffs or something. Because, look, there are a lot of centers that were better than Mutombo overall. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. they could they were better shooters or they were better in the post. Mm-hmm. But when it came to playoff time and it came to certain games, like what the, what he's gonna do defensively yeah. could outweigh, which sounds insane to say right now. I'm not even talking about in the I'm talking about in the you know, distant right, future. Right. But what he's gonna be able to do defensively? Oh yeah, yeah. game breaking the way Steph Curry was game breaking. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, uh, the, a center because they said he's gonna work on his um, lateral quickness this summer. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I'm working on lateral quickness. They're gonna work on him even being able to defend even more guards coming mm-hmm. off into the season. So, like, the, the, the ability to go to the three-point line, block a shot, see if you can actually follow centers this offseason, I mean, follow guards this offseason, and then go back to the center and guard them, that mm. is something that not a lot of teams have. have. Yeah. That's the thing. It's all about what teams don't have, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zion's interesting because you're like, how? what are you going to do? Yeah. You can't put a small guy, you can't put a big guy, but what, what's going to happen at that next level? Right. Mm-hmm. Mitch... Like, because what's weird about Mitch is you've seen young players be good and be exciting, but Mitch is exciting in a scary way, like you said. Like, it mm. feels like he, like, everybody said this, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he's still doing it. But mm. it almost feels like he's he's going to destroy game plans. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he, you know, as he keeps getting better. And sometimes a guy who destroys a game plan is better than a guy who's better than that, who's talent, more talented or a better mm. player. Mm-hmm. Because of what that one person's going to do, it, it just like, it just rips up the whole playbook. <laughs> Shit, I'm, he has that quality about him. He definitely mm-hmm. does. Like, man. Yeah, this yeah, like this guy's game breaking. And he said he's gonna work on. He's gonna work, he's gonna work on dribble. He said he's he's gonna work on shooting. And he's the the um the foul shooting has raised so much over the year. I think his race is seventy. Yeah. He ended oh, up end finishing seventy one percent, knocking him down yeah. from, from the free yeah. throw line towards the end of the season. Like, and you're like, what? The, where did this come from? How yeah. do you go from quantum leaps? Yeah. How do you go from averaging four rebounds and now you're having ten? Like his best month, he averaged eleven points, seventy one percent from the field, seventy three percent from free throw, eight point seven rebounds, three point two blocks. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then you you could argue that April was his best month when he had eleven point three points, saying five percent from the field, seventy three percent from rebound from um, free throws, nine point seven rebounds, mm-hmm. two point three. Like he yeah. he was going in like, and he was only the rebounds. And I'll say this again and again, the rebounds is what really solidified it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, there was always a fear that where are we getting these rebounds from? We we have to have Enos Kanter here. We mm-hmm. have That was to. a big deal, yeah. yeah. We have no one else who can rebound. Mm-hmm. But now that he's getting rebounds and blocking shots, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like this summer when he came into free agency, we're not going to be frantically looking for a big man yeah. To fill that hole. We have mm-hmm. someone here who's filling that hole for only a million dollars a year. 
Which exactly. Is, <laughs> that, value, that value, man. Exactly. That's why I'm like, I can't trade this guy. It, You're it, building a championship roster. Mm-hmm. A guy who's making one million being that good, that's very important. Yes. Yeah, and then then you have to look at it too because you're going to have, if we do end up re-signing DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Jordan can still give you over 10 rebounds a game. And then Mitch, I can see Mitch developing into a type of player too where he's going to be like a double-double machine. Yeah. Can I mean, you, he showed it to end the season, right? Exactly. He is, like I said, he's... It's scary watching him play for other teams because they're, of course, you know, you look at, like, DeAndre Eaton's a great example to me, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Technically, a better player. Yeah. yeah. Better on offense. Obviously not better on defense at all, but just nah. a more skilled player. But what Mitch is doing, it feels like beyond, like, it feels like he's having this crazy impact on the game yeah. just by being out there. I'm watching him, you know, I'm watching Joel Embiid in the playoffs having his way at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching when Joel Embiid played Mitch and I'm seeing Joel Embiid struggle. Struggling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, like, what am I going to do? I know how to, I don't know what to do against this guy. And he yeah. doesn't, and I, and he's not even as strong as you, he's not going to be, he's near, he's not strong yet. He's not strong. Yeah. At all. He's not he's strong not at all. And you he's, look, not, yeah, he's still wiry at the moment. Yeah. And then I'm looking at AD's body type and I'm looking at Mitch's body type and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, Oh, he's, oh, he's gonna fill he's out. Gonna fill out. Yeah. His shoulders are wide. Yeah. He's gonna fill out. Yeah. He's, he's, so these game breaking guys, like you, you gotta, yeah, you can't just give that away. Nah. You can't just give that away. Because listen, as much as good as AD is, you develop Mitch, right? AD is what, mm-hmm. 26 right now? Right? Yeah, around that, yeah, yeah. Around that, yeah. And the thing is, just to bring this up, it's not like you're giving up Mitch alone, which is a huge point in that whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It's, but let's say a couple of years, we're in the finals, and Mitch is versus and Mitch is developed, and now he's playing AD. Mm-hmm. You Tell me you can't see Mitch actually shutting AD down and frustrating him for a whole series. It's possible. It, it's, I'm just saying it's, it's possible. It's possible, it's because, possible. Because, because the thing with Mitch yeah. is that like not only does Mitch defend the paint, he can also defend the perimeter as well. So it's like, where's where's AD gonna go? Where's AD? Where does AD really have the advantage? My thing is this counterpoint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I want to be too homer. Cause AD know, is still AD. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying Mitch is gonna shut him down, but I'm just saying that Mitch, Mitch can well, you I'm know possibly I slow him down. I'm I'm slow him down. See. Yeah, slow see. him down. Yeah. And I, I will always say, I still gotta think about it because at the end of the day, AD still led the league in blocks and can shoot threes. Yeah. And can post up. Yeah. And can face up. Yeah. And can dribble. Yeah. <laughs> and he's seven feet. Yeah. So I, I understand the look. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's a monster. But yeah. he's a monster. He's still, he's still got a... I don't know. I don't know. That's still, what I'm saying. He still has injuries, though. And like I said, you're going to have to give up a lot for him. Yeah. It's yeah. not just Mitch. That's the thing. That's and the real thing. It's like, you got to give up a lot for him and you got to be able to sustain the books long term. And mm-hmm. that might be harder to do if you have... Multiple guys with huge contracts. Max. Yeah, yeah it, it, we got stuck, like kind of mm-hmm. like we were with Amari and Stat. Exactly. One thing I will say is Amari and Melo. Yeah. One thing I will say though about um about Mitch and AD and all that is here's how the AD trade for me. It's either one Kevin Durant says I need AD, so then you're, Kevin Durant's coming and he's like I want AD. Then you're like mm-hmm. I right, we'll, we'll make that happen for you. Yeah. Right. Two, you get the number two pick and you really don't like it or, or and Pelicans are interested and you mm-hmm. figure out a way to get rid of him. Um, you know, to get him. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I'm not like rushing to 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 get AD. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not because we're not desperate. That's the thing. Yeah, a lot of teams that are going for AD, Boston's at the end of their whole mm-hmm. development right, rebuild right, right. thing. Yeah. they have they get into a point where they have to do something. They have three picks this year or four, mm-hmm. whatever it is. They can't even sign those enough. Play- they can't sign mm-hmm. those players. The roster is full. Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna have to do something. Kyrie's about to leave. Yeah, they're at a point where they need to make a decision. LA with LeBron, they're on a clock. Yeah, we aren't really on a clock. AD's a, yeah. obviously a great player. Mm-hmm. I feel you. We don't have to feel that pressure. You t- I it's still true. feel like I don't. Know, I, I said it last. I still feel like I don't know what they're thinking. And he's a free agent next year. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the if thing. you yeah. could yeah, somehow find yeah. a way. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
What? You know what? Too? Like, what? So you call that deviating the plan? If you trade young assets for AD, mm-hmm. who's also a young asset, yeah, is that deviating from the plan? It depends on or where you, you, it depends or, or where you is give it, up. Or is it still the plan because he's still 25? It depends on where you <laughs> give up. Yeah. It depends. Because you, it, listen, that AD trade, because his injury stuff, You let's say you're like, all right, we're getting AD no matter what. We're mm-hmm. giving you $2 for Zion and Mitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? AD gets injured or AD doesn't pan out because mm-hmm. listen AD could be great and we could n- still not win yeah right? yeah, that's look, true too look be real people have criticized him in New Orleans he has Drew Holiday mm-hmm. is an all-star player great defensive yeah, player yeah, yeah. yeah they need more on that roster don't get me wrong but yeah. the crazy they part. have Miritich as well like he, he is, is AD alone he still hasn't been shown that he can completely carry a team mm-hmm. you know what it is even though he's an elite top five player you know what yeah. it is too it's like positions matter like at the end of the day, even if you have a, a a top five big man, I feel like in this league, if you don't have a wing or a star guard wing, yeah. who can shoot and spread the floor and handle and, mm-hmm. handle and facilitate, mm-hmm. like it's not gonna matter. it's not yeah. gonna matter how how talented your mm-hmm. your five man is because someone has to give him the ball. Yeah, yep. unless AD is running point guard. <laughs> and you just give me the ball at the top and I'm just backing them down from the three point line on down or it's doing something like what um what uh the Nuggets are doing mm-hmm. where you just kind of yeah, oh, but oh, you got oh, like Jokic's probably yeah. the best passer yeah. center yeah. ever so it's not yeah. even like yeah, exactly. you're not gonna find that yeah. you're not gonna find that but so, yeah. so to me is is people crap on him for that hat, but it's like you really, as a big man, can't really impact mm-hmm. the game to me without a and, wing or a guard. And, and you have to think about it too. Like even though AD had great, play, he did have good players in New Orleans, but he never he never played alongside a great. Player. He never had a star. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You comparing Drew Holiday to Damian Lillard? Exactly. And, yeah, he never, yeah. Yeah, he never. <laughs> he never. He never. All these monsters out here in the West. Yeah. He never had that next monster with him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he did. Demarcus. Demarcus. I forgot. I mean, technically, and that was a weird fit. But it was. Yeah. It, you know what's funny? I think they were kind of figuring out near the end, but. It was a weird fit just having yeah. the, your two best players be big in this man. era. Yeah, yeah. big man. The yeah. five and the four. It's like, a, like it's like, cool to have, but it's at the end of the day, you still have mm-hmm. the same problem. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and then I and then I felt like too, like once Demarcus Cousins went down with the injury, I felt like New Orleans played better without Demarcus Cousins. Me too. Oh yeah, right after yeah. they started playing Me better. Too. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. But I gotta ask this then. So if we're talking about this, what is, what's your AD trade? My AD Ooh. trade, um, I think really realistic. I think I would do, I think I would do Zion Knox two first rounds. Ooh, which which two R two or a doubt or a mix? Like uh, I could do, I could do a mix. So Zion, let me see Zion, Kevin, and two firsts unprotected. Nah, nah, protected. All right, what, what, what's yours, Brian? <laughs> yeah, I'm interested well, just to hear it. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with Jonathan on this. Like, I wouldn't give him more than two first round picks because at the end of the day, it's like I know we have seven in the next five years. Like, yeah. I, I want to make sure I at least have one first-round pick for every year coming right. up. So I would give away the two extra ones that I got, and I would probably give up the our draft pick in this upcoming draft. Regardless of where we end up? Pro- pro- probably regardless. I mean, as much as I would love to keep Zion if we get the number one pick, if it's necessary, I, I would have to throw him in there. Yeah. I'd give him Kevin Knox. If possible, I'd probably give him... 
Dennis Smith Jr. If we can get Kyrie I'll to come here, Smith. I could do that. Yeah. I could throw him in there too. Yeah, I love how you didn't take anyone out. You just threw him in there too. Yeah, and realistically, I don't know how the money works. You probably have to throw him in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you probably have to add him in it. My my thing is with oh, finish your trade. Finish your trade. That's I would I would be I would be pretty much open to giving up everybody except for Mitch. Right. Um, I'm if you're on Dotson, if Dotson has to go. I'll, I'll I'll let him go, but I would like to keep Dotson. But yeah, yeah. But if Dotson has to go, I would have to let him go too. But I would I would be keeping Mitch at all I, costs. I, like, yo, I, I pick, you pick everybody. Shoes, but you. what yeah. I would do is if we got Zion, I I don't I so my in my own thing, I'm not trading Zion. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Knicks get the number one pick for the first time ever. We trade it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be at the lottery party, happy, crying, excited to yeah. find out. But that's not even that's emotions. I, I, I cry with AD or Zion here. I'm, I'm <laughs> Happy yeah. Here's my thing. You get Zion. That's easily the best asset. Mm-hmm. Anybody can give up for AD. Yeah. You got to call their bluff. Yeah. Be like, I'm giving you Zion. I know the money's got to work, but we have cap space, so we can absorb a lot more money. Zion's yeah. going to be $9 million, I think, if he's the number one pick, right? AD's mm-hmm. probably on like 25, 26 maybe. I think so. Yeah. We can we can absorb his contract into it. It just won't mm-hmm. mess up. You won't be able to add two more. You have to yeah, do a lot exactly. of money. Yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna add two. You gotta do accounting. Maybe yeah. they're trying to get AD. There's gonna be a lot mm-hmm. of like you know, uh, Melo with DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you if you get Zion, you gotta call them and say I'll give you Zion, mm-hmm. Frank. Yeah, I love Frank. I don't wanna give him up, but Zion, Frank, and uh, one first. Cause Zion to me is more. Mm-hmm. Zion's worth more. That work? Zion's two first. Zion, you know what it is? Zion wants the first Cel- you know what it is? The Celtics, man, we got a, like a covered or first round picks mm-hmm. that. Uh, but they, they, their picks aren't good now. They're mm-hmm. like, none of their picks are within the top nine. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that, yeah, that like changes. I saw it because they did that. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. 24, 20, 18. Like they're not gonna, they're not getting 80. Oh. I mean, they might if they add in, you know, really want to add in something big. So, yeah. but that changes a lot. I'm pretty, listen, yeah. that changes a lot. Do you, look, Zion, because Zion is not just a player. Zion is marketing. Right, so right, right, tickets, right, yeah. Number one jersey in the league. You tell, mm-hmm. New Orleans is not, not a big market. Yeah. You tell them, listen, you're going to lose your star. And Lonzo, and these guys aren't moving the they're, ball. They're, yeah. they, they probably will be more desperate for Zion because yeah, of their exactly. market and they we want tell something you, to I give yeah. you Zion, Frank, and... Uh, uh, a top ten protected first. Take it or leave it. If you're in the New Orleans, Perry. If you are the, the Pelicans, right, and you're like, I got Zion Williamson lighting or, or, up as a New Orleans Pelican for four years at least, or, mm-hmm. or thirty first round picks from the South, 30, 20, 20 second, right? Twenty or, you, or Lonzo, twenty range round. Ingram, mm-hmm. these guys you gotta pay anyway yeah. soon. Yeah, Zion will listen. Zion's gonna catapult any team he goes to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. This is LeBron level hype. He, I don't think he's a LeBron level player, but in terms of hype, he's yeah. way more hype than AD and anyone else. This is, look at how he plays. Athleticism, yeah, dunks, yeah. excitement. Yeah, yeah. Number one, number one jersey in the league next year. Zion Williamson. Yeah. Watch him be number one unless KD comes to New York. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. right about that. Number one Same. two. Yeah. Sales definitely up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but Zion is a beast in terms of just like it's not just I'm on the court. It's everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. So it'll be a big deal, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they do. Yeah. All right, and. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to transition into the Fizz conversation. Yeah, we have to get the Fizz. All Only right. because my man Sweeney's hit me up on the text. He's like, yo, I'm ready. I'm yeah, ready to go let's in. Let's do it. This is, the first, this is the first time we're doing the call-in feature within this show. And I didn't uh-huh. Okay. So we're we going to see how this talk, we gonna see how this goes. All right. Right now, I didn't even tell him he was going to call this second, but we're going to see if he actually answers the phone when he sees this weird number from Google. <laughs> oh, man. Pick up. My man Schwinn. What you doing? Pick up. What up, bro? <laughs> That's me, bro. That's us. 
Answer your phone. Yo, I think he's screening. <laughs> I just I just texted that's us calling that's nigga Tom pick up the, the microphone. Google Pie subscriber you have called is not available. Oh, oh, oh damn. Oh, <laughs> come on. You got one shot. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try again. I'm trying again. It's Perry on draft night working the phones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said he didn't get he said he's not getting the call. Wait. How are you not getting the call? Let's see. We're gonna try this one more time. All right. The anticipation. It's not getting the call. We'll see if I got... The, I know I have the right number. What up, man? Hope you picking it up. I'm trying to, trying to advance the show with these new tricks and gadgets. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this would be cool. On-air call. Uh... Just log, he just logged into Wi-Fi. He's going to try again. Hopefully, we get it this time, guys. The Google Fi subscriber you have called ah. is not available. Oh, damn. A message after the tel- all right, all right. I mean, you know what? I'm going to ask you guys to talk about Fizz while I work on this call. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right, you want to start? Oh, well, like... Um, Wait, what do you give Fizz out of 10? I want to hear. Fizz out of 10? I'd probably give him a... I don't want to be too harsh. Because I know what he was trying to do this season. I'd probably give him a 7. Yeah, I was going to say like 6.5. Yeah, because seven, yeah. because I mean, at the end of the day, it's like the team only won 17 games. So I think you have to hold that against him regardless. Yeah, I don't get the idea that like, oh, it's cool. Because I know, here's the thing. Yeah, we tanked and whatever. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact facility did not come here thinking about, I'm going to get the worst. We're going to get 17 wins. Exactly. He was trying to win games. We were 4-8 and eight at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And then we... Everything else happened. But yeah, we were, we, were much. To, we were trying to win games. We were. Mm-hmm. I think they thought this season would be like a, like a thirty-one win. Yeah, like but a lot there. of progress from Hello? the kids. Yeah, you know. Yo, wait, wait. Oh. I think we here. We here. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> oh Sweet. yeah. All right. You hear me? You hear Hello? me, Sweeney? You hear us? Hello. Damn! False alarm. <laughs> Hello. Is he still there? Sweeney, did you hear us? Damn. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and we and we did. Hello. Hello. Hey, do you hear us? I can't hear you for a reason. Um, you can't hear us. Hang up and try again, if possible. Okay, I'm gonna hang up and try again. Is he, is he hearing us at all? Or is he just talking? I think he's just talking. Did he? Maybe he's hearing you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That made it seem like that he can't hear any of us, so yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> oh, man. You might have to kill the segment. <laughs> if that's the case. All right. Uh, let's try it again. Let's try this last time. If it don't happen this time, then we just want to talk about Fizz by ourselves. Even though I really wanted to put it on here. Oh, my God. You get him to do a, can you get him to do a, um, a recording? Like um, extending something? Yeah, we could. I mean, yeah, I know it's not the same, but it's the same. I want the interaction. Yeah, Yeah. but um, all right, hold on, guys. I (laughs) mean, keep talking. Let me me try this again. (laughs) All right, well, um, with Fizdale, um, what I, what I didn't agree with him a lot of times with is is the rotations because I feel like he gave us he gave some players a bit too much leeway compared to other players. Like, for example, like he was a guy that preached defense all season, but yet. 
he let guys like Tim Hardaway Jr., Emmanuel Moody, etc., give them so much, so many different chances, but never bench them. But then players like Frank, who actually puts an effort on the defensive yeah. end, he would bench, he would bench players like that and have them ride the pine him and like Dotson, for example. Right. Yeah, Dotson got a random benching for no exactly. reason. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's like the one thing like I'm really against Fizda, but overall like I like the way that he developed the players. Like I like Mitch's development. I like the way Kevin Knox got came on towards the end of the season. I like the way Alonzo Trier played throughout the season yep. and things like that. So, you know, so with Fizdale, that's why I give him, like, more more, more so a higher rating than a lower rating. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree in some ways. I think, um, in most ways, honestly. I think he was tasked with a lot. The fact that we had no in-team squabbling in a 17 and 65 mm, is yeah. Honestly, listen, we're down to the last month of the season, and he still had guys playing hard, yeah. running for him. He still had a positive attitude. That That means a lot. Yeah. You know, it, it's why I'm telling you, that's why he got hired. He went into that interview and he was so charming. Perry Mills was like, yo, this is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at the summer, that's the kind of guy you want in these meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has that whole side of him, just as a person, that makes him a better coach or member of the organization because he's going to give you so much stuff off the court that's important. Yeah. And in New York, it's super important. You got to be able to talk to the media, keep things calm, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. whatever it is. Now, with the coaching itself, I felt like. The rotations, yes. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is is that he priorita- prioritized aggressiveness or aggression mm-hmm. more than anything else. Yeah. So he, to me, he would talk about defense, mm-hmm. but almost like he didn't mean defense. He just meant guys playing aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he would see Moutier play really aggressive and Timmy play aggressive, mm-hmm. and he would be like, yeah. And then Frank may not play aggressive, even though yeah. he might be trying to do the right Hello? thing or play mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. Hey, do you hear us? Hello. Hey, Swing, can you hear me? This is Jonathan Ellis from the KOC Show. Can you hear me? I think we're having the same problem. Uh, I'm assuming you can hear me, but I can't hear you at all. Oh, oh damn, right. man. Well, I think it's gonna... there, okay, that, yeah. that kills yeah, the segment, I guess. Because I, I, literally, I don't even know if you're talking right now or not. Wow. Yeah. Okay, oh, well, man. the test worked <laughs> perfectly, but... Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know, for whatever reason. Yeah, all right, well, we're going to have to test this later after the show. Yeah, ends. yeah. Sorry, guys. I was going to have a treat for you from posting and toasting. Really quick thoughts. I'm David Fizdale as the head coach. Uh, I can give them to you right now without any prompts. Yeah, uh, go right ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, just text them. Just text them. Go ahead. I've been really hard on Fizdale before. Uh, I don't. Coach, I think it matters. His players want to play for him. I think it matters that they like him. And um, that really they never quit during the season. Um, I do wonder whether or not he really has a plan offensively mm. or if that plan is good. I'm not totally <laughs> sure of that. I would also say that when you don't have a good primary ball handler, you deserve some benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. because it's very, very hard to run any offense without a capable primary ball handler or somebody that's trying to figure it out. And basically all we had for most of the year was – you know, Frank Moutier, Denson Jr. trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it lends itself to ugly offense. Um, so, you know, I, I worry about that. And then I also worry about whether or not he's totally legit when he talks about his commitment to defense because, I mean, he went away from the one five-man lineup that had a really good yeah. defensive Frank mm-hmm. at point pretty quick yeah. and never went back to it, even though every other unit he put out there sucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, I, I do worry about Fizz a little bit, but I also think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, cool. But 
yeah, that's about it. Uh, I am sorry that I can't hear anything you're saying and that I'm talking <laughs> out of my ass right now. Um, but, you know, I thought I should at least give my views for what you called me in for. Uh, appreciate the chance to be on as the inaugural caller, uh, the call in. Uh, but, you know, uh, I guess I'm not meant to be. <laughs> at least until we fixed it. Right, <laughs> but yeah. you know what? I love what he brought up. Yeah. Um that I I was so annoyed when he dropped that five man lineup. Yeah. And it didn't make sense. Cause I remember the interview. He said, Well, you know, we weren't winning or whatever. And then the new lineup proceeded to lose way more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it, what annoyed me was that he could have come, he never went back to it. I think he never went back to that lineup after he. Yeah, I don't think so. Not it. once, not once. Um, and it was insane to me. Uh, I remember that. I never forget the Orlando game because that was the last game. And I remember Frank started. He mm-hmm. missed like three shots, and then yeah. he got benched for the whole game. Yeah. And yeah. shout out to my man, um, Simeon with nothing but Knicks because he did a really great video on YouTube showing how Frank played in those five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And in the play, Frank makes like a nice pass to Vonley, misses a jumper, gets back on defense, gets a block, misses mm-hmm. a jumper, covers for two guys. On a fast break, like covers at the rim, then yeah. runs mm-hmm. out to contest. Yeah, they miss the shot. Orlando misses the shot. Comes back down, passes to someone. They miss. Mm-hmm. Then Frank gets benched. And he said, if you look at what Frank did in those two minutes, you cannot say he played bad basketball at all. Yeah. Did he miss shots? Yes. And that's but to be benched for yeah. the entire game, it didn't really make sense, yeah, especially if you're looking at Fizdale's philosophy of working hard, doing the right thing, playing mm-hmm. defense. Yeah. Um, and then he never went back to it. Now that could be the secret tanking we've spoken about. That maybe mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. <laughs> but. You know, it is it's a little worrying that, you know, you didn't really see an offense come together at all. I can't mm-hmm. say. I have no idea where we are at yeah. this point. Like, I really can't say, oh, this is a thing the Knicks do. Mm-hmm. And you could also argue, and a very good argument, that another coach would have... We would have won way more games than another coach. With, with a, a system coach. Now, mm-hmm. is that what we need for the future? Maybe not. Maybe we do need a guy like Fizz because what he's going to do off the court, his charisma, way to deal with the media... And how he's gonna really build these guys up over time. Mm-hmm. So maybe long term, that's what we needed more. Yeah. But I don't buy the argument that oh he did the best that anyone could possibly do with this roster. People mm-hmm. say that oh no one else would win more than seventy. I'm like mm-hmm. that's not true. I definitely think yeah twenty. <laughs> I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying it's gonna be an insane yeah. lot more. But I definitely think there were definitely games where I'm like oh we could have won that game. Oh we mm-hmm. could have won that game. Uh, I think you know, I think, but but like I said, mm-hmm. another coach who gets us ten more wins or whatever mm-hmm. may not actually matter in the long run. Yeah. So I'm not holding him to oh you you should have won twenty seven. Mm-hmm. But I do I don't get the argument when people say oh he it's he he not his fault at all. The roster's mm-hmm. so bad he couldn't have done anything better. I'm like he definitely uh, could have done a bit better. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we kill him. You you know it it what you just said it does make me think about something um interesting for a second because it's like yeah. imagine if if we had somebody like Mark Jackson coach the team or somebody okay. like that <laughs> I like how like how better or worse the team would perform you know what i'm saying because like obviously you know Fizzell's not the only good coach in the league right. you know so it it does bring up a question like you know maybe if we did have a different coach like wouldn't would this team perform better would this team perform uh, worse i'll say this like i'll say this like there's certain things like, I was reading an article from... A, so I forgot who it was. It was another Posting and Toasting article. Shout out to those guys. Um, but they were talking about the inefficiency of our guards and just how we were, like, last in the league and point guards being willing to pass the ball once the defense is breaking down. We're, like, towards last in the league in that. We're last in the league in hitting open... Damn near open shots. We're last in the league in <laughs> a lot of stats that are like 
things other good teams do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then the guy, he went on to talk about um, everything we did wrong on every offensive set ever. And it was like, competent teams do this. Next. Competent teams, you know, can make the pocket pass. Competent teams flare to the side. Like, and it seems like as the more and more I read, it just it made us, it, it came clear to me that we don't have guys on this team who have the IQ yet mm-hmm. to execute a lot of the simple offensive schemes that this mm-hmm. is doing. Right. And I think if we get actual veteran, veterans in here who know more of the schemes and know instinctively what to do, mm-hmm. then more things like that would happen. And he, he specifically talked about the Andre Jordan. He said the schemes got a lot more uh, complex once DeAndre got here because he was able to set screens and cut or not cut depending on the situation. He like right. for mm-hmm. reverse set of screens, set a screen and stay. He would do different... different. There's way more going on yes, up there. Yes, yeah. there's way more way going more. on up there. Yeah. And so like the offense expanded once he got here. Mm-hmm. And that's what veterans who've been in the league can do. And mm-hmm. when you look at who we're the set... What's, we were the youngest team in the league at one point. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I, mean, I think we ended even with the trades. I think we ended there. Yeah. yeah. Then. Um, so I, I yeah. do feel like a lot of it is we just don't have the horses right now, and we don't mm-hmm. have the, um, the 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 veterans to who can grasp these concepts mm-hmm. and know. No, you're not supposed to cut right now. Right. Yeah. You're supposed to wait a beat, mm-hmm. then cut. Then cut. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I agree. I, I I agree in the sense that this is the flip side of it. I think. Fisdale can have an astronomical jump next year with veterans. Yes. Because he seems like the coach for those guys. Right. So yeah. it's two things, right? Like I said, if you want to judge Fisdale on this season alone, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, there are coaches who would have gotten more out of this roster. We may yes. have had them in mm-hmm. more of a system. Because there's some guys yes. who, who are great at system stuff. Like yeah. they may not may, may not be able to work with stars. Yeah. But you give them just like 10 random basketball players, they'll make sure that they find something to work for them. And it's like very legit. It's very structured, and you know what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Fizde was definitely freelance, go out there, play, right. whatever. Yeah. But for the long term, he probably is the guy. That's how I feel. Yeah. And he may not be the guy to take us to the chip, but I mm. think, you know, because sometimes, like Mark Jackson, we brought him up, he took yeah. Golden State to a point where they needed that new guy to come in and yeah, flip the and, switch. Yeah. I definitely think, no matter what, there is not a coach right now that the Knicks, for everything we needed from being a bad culture place, trying to improve our reputation in the league, being a more players-friendly team, reclamation projects. So many things that we've been trying to do and that, that goes beyond the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't think of another person that would have done it and, 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 and had the personality to do it the way Fizdale is yeah. doing yeah. it. But there will be a point where his, his tactical acumen will be under real scrutiny mm-hmm. yeah. and next season could be that point. Yeah. And next season will be that point. Yeah. It yeah. just depends on if you get stars, it's going to be mm-hmm. a lot sooner. If we're still young... My question is, if no one comes and we kind of mm. we kind of go run it back, how many wins are we gonna get? That, yeah, and that's that, that, and, and to me, that kind of judges like how how good do you think Fizdale is mm-hmm. and will be if we don't get anyone? Yeah, because then I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like then is then then it comes down to okay, because it just seems like he's saving a lot of stuff. I'm I'm. It seems like I I even heard that he's like 
they he started changing the, the defensive concepts towards the end of the year because right. he's like I'm now I'm going to prepare for the type of players that I want to have on the team and I want people to get used to running mm-hmm. these type of defensive schemes. Yeah. So that's I why buy that. I buy that. Yeah. That so that's why I don't really fully bail on him like okay well maybe he is kind of thinking long term he really is trying to keep things simple for these guys and just mm-hmm. have them you know play out and then you look at what he did with the Grizzlies as well he had them as a top seven defensive team in the league mm-hmm. and I think when he left they slipped down to like what what but they had that wasn't that the year when Conley mm-hmm. and um, Conley. Casal were injured one thing that's interesting about his Grizzly thing because you brought it up you know they were also like last in the league in assists when he was there. Yeah, it's really interesting considering yeah. I didn't really put the blame. on... I mean, I did sometimes. I just mm-hmm. feel like he prioritized not just ISO ball, but kind of hero ball and get go out there, get yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. more so than like let's really come up with well, a scheme. scheme. Yeah, but like you said, it's, it's anyone who's out on Fisdale now way too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like just you cannot do it. it you mm-hmm. you could criticize him for the season, but you can't say you're done with yeah. him because yeah, he you can't judge him on this. No, you, you can't. Can, you can't you can criticize him. You can criticize him. Like, give him a full on final. Right, right, exactly. Like yeah. you, uh, matter of fact, like the type the type of coach Fizdale is from what I've seen from his time with the Grizzlies and with the Knicks is you know like some coaches like you said they're system coaches like right. no matter where they go they just implement a system there and they get the right players to fit that system. I think Fizdale is more the coach that. He adapts to what he has. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like in Grizzlies, like, because you have to remember, before he came to the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies were a team that they grinded it out. They yep. played strong defense. Mm-hmm. Offense, they played half court. They, they weren't a team to run up and down the court. So he came into the he came to the team and he was like, you know what? This is this team's identity. So I'm just, so just going to keep that identity, you know, maybe change up a few things. But but at the end of the day, they're going to still play like how they've been playing. Now, I mean, but the and, thing, though, too, is they... I know he. I know he tried to switch it up the next season. The, the, the solid beef, yeah. With the threes and all, yeah. But I, I get your point. Yeah. You know what? I'll say this. He's probably more Phil Jackson than Greg Popovich, mm-hmm. which is the best way to put it to me. Yeah. Phil was that. a kind of malleable coach where obviously he was stars or whatever, but he would like he changed a little bit to make Shaq and Kobe work, and he right. would adjust yeah. it to that. Tinker, but he wants right? to keep your strengths. Yeah. But Pop is like a. You listen. You get Pop this roster. I would have loved just for an experiment. I mm-hmm. would be so interested to see what Pop would have done with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the roster's bad. We get it, but I would love yeah. to see what Pop would have been able to do just to see you know mm-hmm. what love because we've seen what he's been able to do in San Antonio. Yeah. With random guys, Bryn Forbes, right. yeah, uh, Derek White, <laughs> yeah, all these guys, guys. yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, but like you said, Fisdale. Um, I I agree with you, Ryan. Like mm-hmm. he's adjustable, and I think for New York. Is probably what we need, especially yeah, with. At the stage. I want him in that meeting. Yeah, yeah like, it's so in funny. Meeting. In that meeting, I'm like, mm-hmm, if he yeah. walks in, he puts on that smile. I'm excited to see yeah. what he's gonna say. And I know KD and these guys are gonna love talking. He to had KP. Exactly. I you know his hands for. He had him tweeting excited for like a day. Can't yeah. trust. <laughs> you can't trust that snake. Though. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, trust yeah, the snake. Yeah. You never trust the snake. But nah. But New New York needs a. A big personality kind of coach, right? And yeah. he kind of he fits the bill, yeah. even though he may not be what everyone wants for everything. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that system guy could work here long term. Yeah. So yeah. I would, I yeah. want a system guy's assistant. That would be dope. That's the thing. Assistant? Keith Smart. That's how I Keith Smart. I don't really know what he did this season. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how smart he was. But Caleb Canales, um, Caleb Canales, I uh, like. Um, the, he's who? like the third assistant or fourth assistant, yeah. but. I, so my dream would be Fizdale having a super X's and O's yeah. um, assistant guy. 
Exactly. I don't know if Pete Smart is that, but like I don't want to, you know, I'm not in the know. To yeah, say, yeah. Like I could say this, I really don't know what he. I can't point to something that he did. Mm-hmm. Whereas with some good teams, you can kind of see, oh, the, he's doing that. This is what he does for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, kind of like kind of like with the Rockets and Bizdella, because you know Mike D'Antoni perfect. is uh you know is is a, he's an offensive coach right. and he needs somebody that that will coach the defense and you perfect. know Bizdella is the guy that comes in and he's gonna guy be he's gonna be the guy to I, like have the Rockets play you know the type of defensive scheme that they play. I, I was always open to having Jeff as an assistant. I was always kind of open. To Jeff Hornacek. I was open to having Jeff. He as seems an assistant. more like that too. Like his his his. If you watch that year. There were there was a plan on offense. You yeah, could see there was something going on. I was like, okay, off the ball movement. Yeah, yeah. Like, like double it. double uh, drag screen. Like he was doing yeah. all that. I think he get, did. He just get hired or or hired an assistant. He's somewhere? in. Uh, he's. I heard like some teams. Were, which team was it? They were looking at him. Was it you? Was it L A? No, it wasn't L A. Sacramento. Sacramento. I think it was Sacramento. To go assist Luke, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it was Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, so he was open. Yo, <laughs> 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 no, bring him back to New York as an assistant. I mean, no, nah, not, his, no, it's not here. No, it's not here. Yeah, no. <laughs> honestly, no, I was I was so done with Jeff at that point. I was um, yeah. I was really done with Jeff. My my number one thing was Budenholzer just because he's proven. Oh, yeah, I talked about Budenholzer. Yeah. When I saw what he did with Atlanta that year, that's an example of system, the right? Tim yeah. Hardaway Junior Whisperer. And he fixed it. He fixed <laughs> yeah. it. He fixed it. Unfixable. Yeah. yeah. But in Atlanta that year, yeah, they had some you know decent players. Horford mm-hmm. was obviously all star level player, but. He turned a t- he got they got four all stars. They won yeah, player of the yeah, week. I think yeah. the, 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 mm-hmm. the league gave the five starters from the Hawks. Yeah. NBA player of the week yeah. for the Eastern Conference one week just because he had them in unison. Yeah, exactly. So I love coaches like that because I'm like, you get them anyone, they'll figure it out. Yeah, right. yeah. I like those guys. You know, we're a team that might be getting stars and free agents. Like, mm-hmm. could Budenholzer, Budenholzer could clash with KD? You never know. Yeah, you know. And I, you know, I don't really mm-hmm. think so. I'm just saying. I yeah. think Fizz, for everything that the job is, yes. is way more than a regular job. Mm-hmm. Have to be this PR guy. Yeah, yeah, he's got that in spades. And look where we were starting from. It's not like we were starting from a high ranking as mm-hmm. we start from the bottom. So he can yeah. come in and lift us from this horrible rep. Exactly. To this team where yeah. you know positive stuff all across the league. People Yo. like Fizdale. Yeah. Even he's t- LeBron's talking to yeah. Cap- LeBron wasn't going to talk to Knox for anyone else. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for real. And it, to the point where Tim Hardaway Jr. is on another team, <laughs> and he's talking about how he didn't want to leave New York. Yeah, and that like you that that don't happen, man. How many here? Yeah, how happen. many people did he get to talk to players this year? All off of him. Yeah, he got yeah. Wade to yeah. send Woody a shirt. He got Wade to do it. You saw you saw Moody didn't get he didn't. Yeah. No. Nah, <laughs> nah you, you you already know Fizz that way. It's cool from the Miami days. So yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but you know, getting getting LeBron to talk to Knox is not a small thing. Nah, that's that's, big, that's culture. That's good. Yeah. And he, he's yeah. getting you know him getting DJ to buy in the way he did. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, it's so much more that goes into the job. Yes, I give I give him a nine or a ten out of ten on that. Of that PR stuff. and because morale, man. Just man, keeping the morale yeah. of this team good when you're the last team. The, the and dead the media last just league. waiting. Remember that time he called out Berman? He's like, Berman, we're winning. You got yeah. no money. I love it. I love it. I love it. You can only see if we're good mm-hmm. and we're exciting with that team in the league, mm-hmm. how much he, he's going to be even better at that oh, stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he's, he, he's flipped. He's done so much for our rep in one year, man. Yeah. Definitely. And obviously, Perry and Mills do behind the scenes did mm-hmm. a lot, but. I don't know. Perry Mills could have done all the same things they did with a different coach, and it could not look as good as it looks now. Yeah, yeah because true, of the, yeah. because a lot of a lot of New York media yep. they, they they thrive off of the drama. Yeah. So when 
I mean, after Enos was gone, and then you're talking to all these players, and everybody's still talking the same type of culture stuff, chopping the tree down, taking it one day at a yep. time. Everybody's still in a good mood after loss, after loss, and win. Like, they still, everybody seems focused and still willing to work. So it's like, mm-hmm. man, what is really happening? And then you have all these other reporters kind of echoing the same sentiment that, like, mm-hmm. the Knicks actually still look happy. They actually are still a tight knit team. Yeah. And for us to be where we are, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, that's it is. It's year one, you know, definitely a scratch. But you know, I think the culture roadblock, you know, the cultural building blocks were put in. Mm-hmm. But next season, you gotta be honest. You gotta be regardless man, of who's on the team. It's gonna be tougher. We have, yeah, we have it's to see tougher. progress. Yeah, we gotta yeah. see progress. I gotta feel, and not even wins really. Mm-hmm. But I gotta look at the team and feel like, okay, they're doing a thing. They're doing something very specific here, yeah. and they're trying to make it work. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not working. Maybe it is whatever. But then I'm like, all right, now I'm seeing that we're getting. Who do you feel yeah. is gonna be here next? Like, let's <laughs> let's say we get KD. Uh huh. Okay. We, we whiff on Kyrie, and we gotta like start to bring some of these guys back. Mm-hmm. What about the draft though? Because that's a big thing. Who who do we get in this scenario? KD and Zion. I'm just right. KD Zion. Okay. All right. We, Kyrie's like I'm staying with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Are we trying? Oh, so are we, are we done with free agency, or can I give you Kemba? <sighs> you know what? Cause no, cause that's interesting to me. Cause if you're if you're saying we're still in free agency, we're not mm-hmm. getting Kyrie. Then okay, I'm like, okay, Kemba. All right, we got Kemba. Okay, cause I would okay. 100 take Kemba if we have KD. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take him alone, but I take him with KD. Yeah, I mm-hmm. definitely would take him with KD. You mm-hmm. know what it is too? Like I know these, these guys on this team who I like, like yeah. Dotson. That to me, I always say Dotson, Mitch Trier. I I think I would bet money that they will have a good season next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're going to take the next step. There's other guys who you're like. They're on the bubble. What can they do? Mm-hmm. Like, would you like uh, to Vonley, Cornette, Mario, or like, what do you do with those uh, guys? That's, mm-hmm. a t- <laughs> that's like who, like who are you betting money on that they can do something do next something, season? Right? Mm-hmm. I like Cornette as your third center because mm. he can hit threes and he can block shots. Yes. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, and he can really hit threes. Like, Luke was bombing it this year. Yeah. So I know, you know, you push comes to shove, you got to play him. Mm-hmm. You're going to get... It's like, a, there's a lot of these backup centers in the league that suck. Yeah. And yeah. they're just big and they can kind of rebound. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Cornet yeah. actually has a real skill set. Like, you can actually throw him the ball and let him shoot threes, which I like for your third center. Mm-hmm. Noah Vonley, I was all in on him early. Man, he fell off kind of bad at the end. <sighs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he talked all about that last week. Yeah, yeah. and I'm kind of like... He's on the feel you can get someone else. I don't think you need him. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, he looked, you know, he did a lot of good stuff, but I'm like, you could get that on the market somewhere. You think mm-hmm. so? If you, if, if, if at, at a price that you like, you know, Vonley's not going to be a long-term building block if he comes back next year, mm-hmm. right? No. He's not even depending on him to be the four. Yeah, right? right. So I'm like, if you even got an older guy who's like 30 but knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. like, what's his name on it? Jermichael Green, right? Right. Yeah. He's not 30 yet. I think he's like 28. But he, mm-hmm. Fizdale loves him. Him and Fizz, he got good because of Fizz at Memphis. That's yeah. right. That's right. Like, he, he yeah. played him, yeah. put him at the four, did all that stuff. I'm like, if I get Jermichael Green for the mm-hmm. same money, even then, though he's four years old or whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to be, because we're building a roster. We're not trying to build a building block. Yeah, right, true, right. Yeah. And then Mario, another interesting one. Because Mario's some, I keep saying this, I feel like Mario's going to be 28 and he's going to be a good player at 28. But I don't know if he's going to be on one team. For the yeah. Next yeah. He might go bounce around. And, yeah. I thought about yeah. the Mario thing. Like, I don't think we even have the room or the, the mental space to develop Mario the way he should be developed. Like, I don't think... Such a weird guy, man. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have too Such many other priorities guy. to actually... To, like, put the time in that he would the time be, right? into it. Mm-hmm. Not that he can't be good, 
but he needs time. Yeah, he needs time. It's kind of this. It's kind of almost, almost the same situation as Frank, because it's like it's not even just, it's not even just potential, but it's just, um, competition. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you have Mario now. Mario without Knox here. Okay, run He's wild. Going, right. Yeah. Knox is here. Wait a minute. You 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 can't you, let you do that. You, you can't yeah. let you do that. And now you talk about having KD here too. Now it's like right. Yeah. <laughs> Frank though is the most interesting one simply mm-hmm. because out of all these guys, he's the only one who feels like you. He's gonna be way better with better players around him. Whereas I can see Dennis Smith, like some so some guys like Dennis Smith who needs the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. I can see him struggling next to stars. Yeah. Where yeah. He's a, now he's a shooter. He can't do all the stuff he does. Mm-hmm. Right. But Frank, on the other hand, because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do anything but like do the little things. Yeah. He could be. I could see him now. He has a lot of work to do, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's the kind of guy. It's so weird with him because he seems like of all our players, seems like he play. He's gonna take such a jump. Not even stats wise, just like mm-hmm. how he plays with stars around him. That's the thing. Yeah, I, and, and, and a matter but, of fact, yeah. um, we were talking about this like a few episodes ago, like a while ago, and I was saying, and I was saying basically the same thing. Like I think Frank would fit in fine with you know next to a KD and a Kyrie and players like that because it's, he's not gonna he's he's not gonna be the type of player that's gonna like hold on yeah. to the ball. He's gonna he's gonna promote the ball movement. It's the, the, but the things that you know he needs to improve his jumper though. In case he he really, the jumper, yeah, it, really, gonna, it, really yeah. it really is the jumper to me. Man. The jumper is huge. It's really it really comes huge. down to can you hit a jump shot with Frank? <laughs> yeah. If Frank could hit forty percent from three. Right. Yeah. That's not even it. that. If he gives you thirty-seven, it's good. Thirty-seven, but because his defense is still is still there. It's not mm-hmm. what it, it's not. But it's no. Forget that. Even if he had some lapses, at twenty years old, the kind of defender he is, yeah. especially the IQ, yeah. is kind of like it, it's really up there. But he, he has to hit a jumper. Because even the parts when like people were saying he wasn't being aggressive enough, and he started to show mm-hmm. that he was being aggressive, I felt like he was running the team well. I felt like he was going. He was starting to get to the hole on some secondary actions whenever he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. And he was doing everything right except hitting, hitting the, the jumper. jumper. Yeah. yeah. So it was like. He, he's so he, weird, though. That's the thing. He's <laughs> such a weird player. Most young draft picks, you know, young lottery guys, they need the ball. They need to play to right. get better. Right? You know that if you bur- if you put another star, they're going to get buried and they won't improve as much. You know if you had, um, you know, even though know, he might be better than him now, but rookie year, CJ McCollum, for example. Let's say he was on the Jazz and now Donovan had to come off the bench for CJ. Yeah. Donovan would have developed slower 100%. Exactly. But yeah. Frank is so weird where I could see him actually being way better just because there are better players around him mm-hmm. and how he wants to play. Whereas I can see Dennis Smith not doing as well mm-hmm. when other guys have the ball. Yeah, he, he's I not feel, his game. Yeah, well, because when people talk about their starting lineups, and I heard some weird lineup like, "Oh, we get Kyrie, we'll have Dennis Smith and Kyrie," and I'm just like, "No, I can't, that's not gonna, that's not gonna <laughs> no. work." I'm sorry, I just no. don't see. No, no, I don't no. See it. <laughs> yeah, you got Dennis he, Smith needs to he have needs the to play ball. and have mm-hmm. the ball and have freedom. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Maybe as a backup, but even as then, a backup. But, but, I, yeah. but I think it would work if Dennis Smith actually could shoot the ball. Yeah, that's the yeah. problem. That's the that thing. If he could actually shoot the ball, then it's different. Because you have to think about it in, in Boston, like it kind of works with Kyrie and Rozier in the same backcourt. Like both players are but point guards. But that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. Rozier can shoot you though, shoot. so so it makes a difference. But I mean, but Smith Junior not having a jump shot that Dennis, makes it harder. And if Dennis Smith doesn't have the ball in his hands and he's not making jumpers, mm-hmm. I'm what's the point of him on the court? Yeah, exactly. The There's problem. nothing yeah. he's gonna do. That's gonna benefit because he's not right. can't do anything off ball, right. yeah. and he's a decent point guard defender, but not one you would want to be your point guard defender. Yeah, because he's not gonna he's not above and beyond anything. It yeah. just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's like schematically. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> let, let, let's get okay. So let's do the hypothetical because you're talking about next season, right? So you got mm-hmm. Kemba at the one, 
think we're, we're saying Kemba. We're going with Kemba. Right. All right. Yeah, Kemba at the one. We're not so... So Kemba and KD are the two guys we get, right? Yeah. We, we get Zion, we get Kemba and KD. Mm-hmm. Then Dotson's your two. Right. That's my two. Yeah. Anyway. Dotson's your two. That's my two. Solid defense. You can shoot the three. Mm-hmm. You got KD at the three. Yeah. Zion at the four. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the five? Mitch or DeAndre? Mitch. All day. <laughs> so let me see. So KD's playing... KD and Kemba are the older guys. Mm-hmm. And they're playing with... Kind of mid-career doc because he's older. He's like yeah, 25, 26. Yeah. Baby Zion, baby Mitch. Yeah. You probably got to start DeAndre then. Now I'm thinking about it. Because you're going to have to kind of... You can't put KD with all kids. That's... <laughs> yeah. You know what it is? But it, it's, it's, yeah. I still would do it because I understand like the greenness problem. But I feel like Mitch and Zion together are so athletic and so... Their motor is so high. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be kind of insane. I think they'll yeah. be able to make up for the lack of you know, like and and intelligence, intelligence. And, 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 and right. on top of that, Mitch, I I fully expect Mitch to come back this year mm-hmm. with that jump. With yeah, the, the, the taking a huge jump schematically mm-hmm. and in this game. So, and even looking at Zion, I test. It seems like his defensive instincts already. Oh yeah, are yeah. good. Yeah, are like. He is, yeah. Off the It'll charts. The, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I, 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 I don't think, I don't think they'll struggle for that much that mm-hmm. long. I feel like they'll mm-hmm. get it pretty quickly. But yeah. look at the bench, though. Th- right? Oh, you go right. Let me no, just I, was just, yeah. I was just saying at the same time, though, like, even if you do start DeAndre Jordan, it doesn't mean that, it doesn't mean that there's, gonna, there's not going to be any time or any point in the or game that, right. where, you, right. where, you, where you're not going to have Mitch and Zion on the court together, you know? Like, they can still be on the court together, but you still have DeAndre Jordan start games. The, he leaves the, the early yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. The reason I, I'm liking with the KD and Kemba thing, I feel like you put DeAndre, so I'm looking at the five, the three, the one, right? Mm-hmm. You got DeAndre, KD, Kemba. And you fill in with Dot and Zion. Mm-hmm. I like that because then you get Knox and Mitchell together off the bench, mm-hmm. which is kind of which is nasty. So you get Frank if he's still here, mm-hmm. Dennis Smith if he if he happens to be on the team. So you have Dennis as the backup point guard. Um, you got Trier. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually yeah. run out your lineup of Mitch at the five, Knox at the four, Frank at the three, Trier at the two, and Dennis Smith Jr. at the one. If that's your bench, that's an exciting Yee. bench. That's basically, <laughs> that's basically the starting lineup right yeah. now. <laughs> so I mean, it has been. With a lot of, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of running a lot of teams mm-hmm. off, the, off the gym because you got all these young, crazy, athletic, exciting guys on yeah, the bench. Yeah, exactly. It could be a really fun bench unit of them mm-hmm. just coming in, like, yeah. picking up where yeah. Katie and Cole leave off. Yeah, so. and, and, and what I would like to see is that if that happens, be, if that happens to be the case, yeah. what I would like to see is because you're going to have um, KD here, and you have going to have veterans here that you know have have a type of winning mentality and attitude. So it's like I want to see how those guys are going to cultivate those guys because those, those guys are going to have to grow throughout the season so they can get ready for the playoffs and things like that. I just want to see how they're going to grow and how they're going to play once the playoffs come along that yeah, season. That's that's going to be the real test. You would need yeah. to the last two guys on that team would have yeah, to be, be super veterans. vets. Yeah, yeah. Veterans. like if, if you run up the the rookie sophomore, the sophomore, junior class of the backups, which mm-hmm. is Frank Trier, that whole group. Then the last two guys on the roster are gonna have Gotta to be, be some best, serious vets. Yeah, we gonna, like, I feel like we're gonna have who can to. play, not just like like dead weight. Like yeah, vets who can. Man, Frank's not getting it going. Mm-hmm. He can come in if Mello's Dennis coming. Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, Bello, bring the bring Mello back. Mello is his entire own podcast. Uh, <laughs> that whole Mello comeback. Bring thing. him back. Are you all? Oh, he's wearing. Oh, he's wearing the seven. He's wearing the seven shirt. I ain't wearing. Oh, bringing Mello back. Yeah. Are you all in? I would. I wouldn't mind it. 
I wouldn't. I mean, as as like veteran minimum off the bench, he has I to know his role though. Yeah, like that's there, the thing. There I, has to be a conversation. I was happy for him to leave, right? Yeah, at the point. I was yeah, like, I mean, yes. yeah, we all. I think we were all yeah. gone. But so what's weird is here's why I can't separate. How much of this is Nostalgia. it'd be cool to have him on the team? Mm-hmm. No, which is like, no, we have a good team. He's a better leader, or us feeling bad for him. Because both, we, we'd be yeah, both. Think, but probably if both. Was yeah, playing in the playoffs now, right? Uh-huh. On the bench for the Rockets or whatever, and he's actually playing. 20 minutes, 50 minutes a game, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's a free, we know he's going to be a free agent. Would we really care if he came back? I don't think we would at all. We feel bad for him. That's really what it is. It's, I think it's like 80% of us it's, feeling bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 like he it's never a got mix. a farewell tour. Right. Yeah. It's like the league gave he, up on him. Yeah. And, yeah. and like he, the league did give up on him, and you know he's like a liability in certain instances. Mm-hmm. He's not as but bad we, as it seems. But it's not, he's not useless. He's yeah. Not, he's, right. He can have a role in the NBA. He still can get buckets and posts and shoot yeah. three, and they can still do some of that. And, and, so it's like he has, but it's like, damn, he, 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 the ego gotta go. He can't. Right. Yeah. This is my thing because I, I, I caught myself saying it too. I'm like, yo, Melo would be good vet president of the bench. And I thought to myself, if I only want him on the team because I feel bad for him, that's actually ninety percent of the reason. Because <laughs> if Melo was doing well and he was fine, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Yeah. If Melo was doing well and he was fine, I don't think I would be caring if he came back at all next year. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We're going to end the show right there, unless you have a bro pick, man. You have any bro picks this week? Oh, there's an obvious bro pick from last uh, from um, yesterday, though. Okay. All mm. right. So we're going to have us one bro pick, and then we're going to be out of this, because we've been going We've been talking. Yeah. Yo, we've been going. Yo, thanks, Terry, for, for, for yeah, showing no, up, no. man. Great episode. Yeah. So the one bro pick I have is um Rockets versus the Warriors. I don't know if y'all were watching the game yesterday, but um the game went into overtime, and you know the Rockets, they won the game. James Harden hit a, hit a big three-pointer. Yep. He hit a big floater in the lane, mm-hmm. which I think put the Rockets up, I think, by five at that moment. And then Steph Curry Steph Curry had the ball. You know, in that situation, you want to score a quick two so you can foul them on the next possession and right, extend right. the game. So my dude was driving. The Rockets let him go. They're like, yo, take the easy layup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steph drives to the basket. I... I <laughs> I, I guess I guess Steph, I guess Steph was like, you know what, my hops feeling, my hops are feeling lovely today. Oh my god! So of, of all days, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like you know, my hops feel lovely today. So, oh, instead, no. instead of, so instead of taking the easy layup, oh, he tries to dunk it and he gets rejected by the rim. What is up with Steph doing embarrassing <laughs> stuff? In the playoffs, I don't, <laughs> I, listen, I don't know. The, man. the mouth guard a couple years ago, the in the finals, he had that. I think this was regular season this year. We had that slip. Remember the? Like yeah. Oh yeah, the three. yeah. What <laughs> year did he have the game on the line? He dribbled it off his foot and it rolled out of bounds. No, you know what it was? Was it the finals when he did the behind the back pass? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn the, the ball over. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the ball over, yeah. You know what it is with Steph? I, I actually feel a little bad for him. I could see that he's like, you could see that he's under, like, he's stressed. Like, he's kind of like, why am I playing so badly? Yeah. Um, the, you know, it is. He, the physicality is kind of crazy in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But his he's going to have to find a way, because he takes these crazy shots. and does play, He plays so loose. Yeah, right, right. And he has to find a way to play well-controlled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something like you know, look at the CP. balance. Yeah, yeah, it's a balance yeah. you gotta learn because when it's bad, it looks way worse than it looks for other players because yeah. he's still taking these thirty-eight foot jumpers, and you're mm-hmm. like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and yeah, it's right. good when it's going in, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. like damn. when he's bricking dunks. I think he missed like two layups right before mm-hmm. that, so I think he was like, "I gotta dunk this one." But yeah, the, the basketball gods are like, "Nah." Yeah, <laughs> you know, Steph Curry's one of those players where it's like, 
I think it's I think it's because he he feels like he's such a great player that he plays nonchalant at times. Yeah, right. like, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. He's too cocky. Exactly. Game sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes he to just be a point guard more. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Get in your get in your point guard mode, but you know, if KD leaves, he'll so be back to, to that. see what happens. What happens yeah. next year and how they whatever they do. Word. Yeah. Yep. So, one and only yes goes to Steph Curry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We have officially. I think we we we've, we've talked about every important player there is in the league. league. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I think we spoke about LeBron got into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank <laughs> Williams got into this. Yeah, <laughs> Marty Collins. Marty yeah, Collins. everybody important. <laughs> and if you check back the last few episodes, we reviewed DeAndre, all the point guards, Kadeem, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody except for Kadeem Allen. I mean, we did Kadeem Allen except yeah, for we like. Did. Henry Ellison and I'm not getting into. I'm sorry, I'm not. Yeah, doing, exactly. I'm yeah. not doing a. B- He's not gonna. And, and, and John Jenkins. No, no, I'm doing a deep dive into Henry Ellison <laughs> and, Don, and John Jenkins. Sorry, and I was tempted to talk about Lance, but I, I left mm-hmm. that alone. <laughs> I just don't feel like even I, I like him as a person. I feel like there's no point talking about his game. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, I think there's anything he does in his game that's yeah. worth any mm-hmm. discussion. Really. It's not really. Yeah, it's not. It's being really honest. He's 30. It's not. It's not nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, a decent defender. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's exactly. all it comes down yeah, to. Exactly. Last time is basically that player that he doesn't get much playing time, but he's the captain of the team. Yeah. That's basically what Williams. it is. Yeah. Damn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Herb Williams in a uniform. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I love you, though, Lance. Shout uh, out to the captain. Of course, of course. Shout yes. out to the captain. Of course, you got <laughs> Great show, guys. Yo, great show. I wish the, the, the call came in as, as I planned, but we got something. Yeah. yeah Shout out to Sweeney. You can make it work. Yeah, yeah, we're going to test that afterwards and make sure that actually works next time. I yeah. thought it, we tested it before and it yeah, worked. It worked, yeah. But technology is weird, dog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, is. that is our show. That is Nick and Tom's show. Yo, shout out to, to Terry, man. Thanks for being here. Man. Always, man. Yo, give me an info where to find you and all that stuff, dog. All right, so we're on YouTube. Took a little break, a little hiatus, but we're coming back soon. Um, NYK, Terry and Trey. Check us out on Instagram, same handle. On Twitter, I'm active there. We got a week till... The lottery. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Punta Cana with my girlfriend. Hey. Ah. But I'm going to be watching it, of course. I already told her Tuesday night. I'm sorry. We're not doing anything. We're going to be at the bar watching the lottery. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, let's go, Nick. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure as always. I'm definitely going to be back. Word. Yes, yes. And um, damn it, yo, where's this damn flyer, dog? Because, <laughs> you know, we are having like a draft party. Oh, but the lottery party, right? I mean, the lottery yeah. party. Yeah, we having a lottery party. It's gonna be uh, hosted by what? Nick's Film School posting and toasting. The mm-hmm. whole crew. The whole crew. All the Nick's Twitter is gonna be there. Uh, Nick's Fan TV. Uh, Nick Time Show. Ryan, you coming true? It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, it is Tuesday. After work. Yeah, after work, I'll stop yeah. through. What's funny too, the lottery. There's like a whole hour at the beginning where it's just them talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty like much. Yeah. You up, like yeah, after the break. Yeah, and then it's still nothing. Yeah, yeah. I so many lotteries. Word. <laughs> this one's an, is an important one. It's gonna be at yep. Slattery's Midtown Pub on on Thirty Sixth Street on Tuesday, May Fourteenth at seven thirty. Make sure you're there and rock your. You can you know get free Knicks gear. There's raffles there. There's drinks, and it's gonna benefit the, the Garden of Dreams Foundation. So make sure you show Shout up to, to that, that. and uh, support your guys, the KLT Show, and everybody else on Nick's Twitter. Yes. All right. So that's our show. Where can they find you, my guy? You can find me on IG at Sir G is Chillin'. Sir G is Chillin'. That's S-I-R-G-I-S-C-H-I-L-L-I-N. And yeah, I've been on a bit of hiatus too with the writing. But once we figure out where the Knicks are going to draft in this year's draft, 
Then I'll get some articles out depending on where the Knicks pick. Because obviously, if the Knicks pick number one, there's not going to be much to talk about because we all know Zion <laughs> yeah, is coming. Z- Zion. Deep dive into wine. Yeah. I mean, you can always do, uh, uh, you know, yeah. should we trade Zion for AD? Yeah, yeah, but you already know. Yeah. That's a deal. You can, you can definitely do a dive into that. Yeah, one. I mean, yeah. that's a conversation. Yeah, or, or like, or like, I can like maybe write something where you know how Zion will fit in on the Knicks or something like that. There you go. There yeah. you go. There's the options. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Perry said it. We need options. Yes. That's what we got. That's all I got. That cat flexibility, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right. And yeah, you know how I am. I'm jealous. Draws things. That's J E L L I S. Draws things, no dollar sign S, because I draw things. You know, I haven't drawn anything in mad long, because I've been working on this podcast show mm-hmm. stuff. But shout out to uh, you know, shout out to everybody Dash Radio. You can listen to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all of that. Tape cassette, DHS, <laughs> DHS, H track, you know, VR. Yo, Google the Nick Top Show. Oh man. And you'll be find us. Um, and yeah, that is all. That is our show. Great show. Man, you can come whenever you want. I always say that open invitation, man. Yes, sir. I, I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. After we get Zion, I'm coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Call it to existence. Yes, speaking it into there. existence. All right. And now we are out of here. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Dreams. Uh, I'm coming, coming, coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Uh, 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 uh,